0: Oh, this is an interesting question. Um, how are you guys? And it's okay. It's no pressure. You don't know, have to go. You have
1: to say. You know, maybe you I'm alright. You know, I've been a bit anxious today. But
0: are you? Guys, have oh. you?
2: How are you guys getting on with the ambient playlist that I made? Um, okay. Now, I know. I will never at any point be able to say to you, I like that particular track. No. <laughs> but, that's, but that's true of the chill playlist that Pete made that I still listen to most days, and it's like my most listened to thing on Spotify. I could name two songs on it by sure, name. Sure, 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 I just got. Oh, sure, I like sure. the one that goes. Doo, doo, <laughs> do, doo,
1: doo, Is that the playlist that was on when I came on yours?
2: Robs. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's the, um, from the chill playlist.
2: The chill playlist. Like really? I cool the so I started
1: listening on. It's mine you, on. Do, you, do, you wanna, do you wanna laugh? I started listening to it and it made me a bit on edge. What well, yeah, you yeah, listen to the
2: chill playlist.
1: No, not the chill one. In your ambient ones.
0: Yeah, so well, right. not not all of it is uh,
1: pleasant. Yeah, it's not, all, why... it's not all. It's not
2: all. It's it's not chill. It's um, I wouldn't call it chill. It's ambient, but it's not chill. Yeah. yeah, the reason why is
1: I stuck it on to listen to it. That's the reason why going against what it's there for. Well, well no, you can kind of
0: you know, uh, it's designed. I mean, it's a it was a ludicrous. Um,
2: I mean, I say I was on it. I, I was skiing. You. I was also, skiing. Also, I was what is notes, what Steve? is the? <laughs> no. well, I read the notes and, and I really Wait, enjoyed. Did the, I really um, enjoyed. Yes, I did, yeah. I really enjoyed the content of your notes. I despise the formatting. Yeah, really annoying. It really wound me up. <laughs> so, uh, if
1: we if we are recording for people to listen to this, Adam sent us a PDF. <laughs>
2: To go with his playlist of, like, here's a a primer. It's like his primer for the playlist. Yeah, it was like some
1: graphic design with the text kind of hidden between some images. And really, too close to the
2: edges of the screen. You you needed more of a margin, Adam. It was like the the birth bandit music. What? No, so, okay, so it had a big white border. Yeah, but it went right to the edge of the coloured bit.
1: Right. Oh, and then just And then oh, hidden yeah, within yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Adam had the like, the QR code or something for the playlist. Yeah, the Spotify. Yeah, that's good, code. A, that's
2: good shit. That was a good way of presenting the the Spotify playlist. Lucas
1: loved yeah, it when he found out. You're like, "Where's the link?" "Oh, oh the QR yeah. QR code." Yes. Oh, it yeah. had
0: it had stories about how, you know, like Brian Eno being in a car accident and uh lying in hospital. What a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That man guy get... that like released his own ambient album <laughs> Like in the in the seventies, by just pressing it onto vinyl, and no one knew it existed until last year, and it's just like recordings from his neighbourhood. That's cool as fuck.
2: I'm gonna get the QR code of the link to the Buzzsprout page for "Do You Love Us" tattooed on my body.
0: Yes, have you heard my podcast? Download Here's it here. And it's just on my. It's on your wrist. No, no, I yeah. won't
2: put it somewhere as accessible as on my wrist. His neck. Oh god, it's going
0: to require the removal of clothes. Scanning my neck. Have Have you heard my
2: podcast? Lucas said, unbuttoning his shirt. <laughs> Why well, would as I need to unbutton pants. my shirt to get out my cock? Okay. <laughs> Okay. That reminds me of my favourite joke from The Office, which is, do I have time to go to the bathroom? I think you got time. It's not the time. It's not, how long does it take you to go to the bathroom? It's not about the time it takes to go to the bathroom. It's putting my tie back on. <laughs> <laughs> the joke there being that he takes off all his clothes to go for a wee. In um, case you missed it.
0: Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Do You Love Us? A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact and music of Manic Street Preachers. We are going through... The discography of Manic Street Preachers, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when listening to music? Does knowing the history of a musical artist affect the way in which you listen to their output? And more importantly, we're asking the question, do you love us? Us being the band, Manic Street Preachers, and not us. The hosts of Do You Love Us, which is the podcast that you're now uh, listening uh, to. And I'm uh, your <laughs> co host, um, Adam Scott Glasspool, and I'm joined by other co hosts such as Steve Murphy. <laughs> oh, hello. And, and Lucas Way. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we almost never do the, the, the introduction bit where we say that like I'm a huge fan of the Magic Street Preachers Steve you started as a middling fan and Lucas you started knowing nothing that's pretty much what you need to know about us you also need to know that I'm very uh, super analytical of music and Steve is sort of in uh, Lu- Lucas isn't and then Steve's sort of in the middle
1: yeah
2: and if, who's if, listening if this, to this episode for the first well, time if this is the
1: <laughs> first episode if this is the first one rewind the film so that's a little uh-huh. Joke for it's not you. Not film,
2: though. Is it? It's podcast.
1: No, it's, it's it sort of work. Sort of work. The, re-
2: the reason that
0: that makes sense uh, is because <laughs> we're covering the Ministry Preachers' eleventh album, Rewind the film, guys. We're at album number eleven.
1: Is it really? Yeah. I described of... fu- Futurology to someone the other day as their ninth. What am I doing? That's mental. <laughs> that's because that, that's the twelfth.
0: Um, oh, we should also point out. Uh, You've picked a good week to start listening. If this is the week you've started listening, because Sean Moore will be joining us later in the episode, um, I'll just need to figure out all the um, Zoom. Um, no,
1: and I'm no, like I'm I'm going to make a stand here. I don't yeah. want him on anymore because he's he's pissing me off now. Sean mm. Moore, drummer of Manic Street Preachers, because every time. We try and get him on. He just he just kind of fobs us off. Right, this is the last. This is his last I, chance. I
2: would have agreed with you, but but this album has has reinvigorated my Sean Moore hype. So okay, I'll allow him.
0: Okay, your I, I, your schmipe. Sh- I feel a little bit um uh reticent just because of the revelations of the last episode where we found out he'd cloned himself. I'm well, not sure which Sean Moore we'll get.
1: No, but there's a more of a chance that he will turn up, right? There is more
0: of a chance. Yeah, he's, he's technically four times more likely to Sean up.
1: Well, yeah, that was how many there was last time we spoke. We don't know if there's a fucking army of Sean Moores. There could be, there could be. Maybe that's Would you one rather the be attacked by a horse-sized <laughs> Sean Moore? Or, or a uh, horse? A <laughs> hundred? You've chosen Sean. two things that aren't aren't <laughs> dissimilar enough in size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're asking the questions on this podcast. Like, is Sean Moore the size of a horse? <laughs> I don't know what I'd pick. Actually, I, well, Sean
3: sure Sean. <laughs>
1: Fucking hell! It's one of those episodes. Sean Morse. Good. Inspector Sean Sean Morse.
2: Morse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just snorted. (laughs)
2: Sorry, everyone.
0: Idiots.
1: Right. Uh, We live in urban
2: hell. We just roll. Can you not call? Can you not call the Drum and the Manics an idiot, please?
0: Sorry. Well, no, I was calling his three clones idiots. Um, Okay. Right. Look. Shut up, what are we doing <laughs> right we We did postcards from a young man, which Lucas you thought was fine, and Steve and I didn't really like
1: yeah, um, and everyone yeah, um, agreed with us yeah. on Twitter. Everyone agreed with us said that we were we had the correct yeah. opinion, we didn't upset anyone, nobody <laughs> turned up at our doors with uh flaming
2: torches. That's good uh no, you're yes. wrong, Steve. People did disagree with you, oh yeah, the one, the one that everyone agreed with was me rating. General Plague Lovers. That's when everyone was universally in agreement with a, a that's host, right. at least. It that's that's it. The, host yeah, yeah, yeah. the question that's was the me, time. and the score in anything... question was two out of ten. Yeah, we
1: need to remember that anything that makes you look great is correct.
0: Yes. Lucas, mate, what's been going on in the world of Manic Street Preachers, circa two thousand and ten, two <laughs> thousand and eleven? I left uni
2: okay and that was a very important moment for manic street it shows. was it was <laughs> uh they uh did a really big tour of mm-hmm. the last album long lots of oh the cats just yep yeah, there's a cat oh, here. hello Hello, it's you got... can see his butthole there that's nice <laughs> um, if only this were videoed for um, the listeners the they did a very large tour 26 uk dates yeah i think that's big actually, that's actually right yeah yeah, yeah. three yeah. of which at the brixton pre- academy
0: you've prepared i love this no 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 he's just listened to the episode i'll just this,
2: listen to it, our episode this is one of the oh. first times that we're
0: doing like an episode the episode that is coming up next
2: because <laughs> we're really behind schedule yeah, yeah good yeah, one yeah. adam twat oh. um <laughs> he <laughs> uh it was they, your fault, they, your they, bloody laptop. They did, my laptop broke. I'm now looking at such a lovely, essentially brand new laptop though, guys. Because Apple products are so fucking glued together now and unrepairable that basically if one thing fails, they basically have to replace everything.
0: Jesus Christ.
2: Which means my laptop, the only bit that's original is the motherboard. The the actual brain. But and the whole also. chassis, keyboard, screen, battery, the works. Brand new, not a penny. It's like, it's like Trigger's broom. You complained on the last episode about Adam's Tat corner
1: with all the plastic for the singles. How many children yeah. have you killed just what, from because of the my laptop, laptop, or just yeah. personally?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll take that. We'll take Lim-
1: that off, Mike. <laughs> Limit it to just the laptop issue. Does anyone know the number for nine nine nine?
2: Yeah, it's oh one one eight nine 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 eight eight one nine 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 one one nine seven two five three. If that's the actual thing from the IT crowd, it is. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, they did a very long tour, and then they toured, and the album was generally quite well received, apart from by Adam Scott Glasspool. Uh, they then uh, they did some. They probably did a bit of a festival at some point. Maybe they did like a headline like the other stage or something small. I don't know. They did like the John Peel stage. I don't know. And now they recorded two albums, and that's this is one of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's more or less. There is there is one. that you've forgotten in the midst of all of that which they did release a singles collection called national treasures and they played that huge gig at the o2 where they played all of their singles in one night okay so how many 38 songs songs. how long uh i think it was like a three-hour gig but it was like in two halves oh so
1: half a bruce springsteen gig
0: yeah exactly yeah exactly um that was in december 2011 and then they didn't play in the uk for a couple of years they said they weren't going to play in the uk they made good on that promise they did play in europe and japan and korea but sort of sporadically this is one of my favorite things in the summer of 2013 they do a tour of australia and new zealand just because they want to go and see the rugby
2: <laughs> i
1: remember you telling me this i read about this and that and that's
2: and that's why they done this album mellow because they said they'd had, a uh, like, a rock and roll time with drinking and rugby and rock and roll. And they were like, let's chill things out, guys.
0: Well, they had actually already recorded this album. Uh, they'd right, already well, recorded both albums by the time they went on the tour, but that, that's the reason that they didn't play any of the new songs. It's because this is, like, a very chill album, and that wasn't a very chill tour. But I love the idea of them approaching their touring agent and being like, well, we really want to go and see the rugby, so if you could sort us out dates... <laughs> Yeah, that that's are like near Adam,
1: each of the matches. That's like us three, the big mates, going to like Sky and just being like, we just want to do like, we want to do a documentary series where we just <laughs> kind of go away to really nice villas and we get to drink lots and yeah. do not a lot and we'll tell you how it goes. I mean, that yeah. is
2: some people's and that people do do that. That some do people do go to Sky and K. say, let's do that. <laughs>
1: Uh, yes, Adam, that's a very good point. That's Aww. just the trip, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, we're back to uh, Steve Coogan. <laughs> so they don't actually tour the UK. <laughs> Jesus <Christ.
3: laughs>
0: They don't tour the UK until this album is released. So, amongst all of that, you're right. Like, they're working on new material and they're working on a lot of new material. They start in January 2013 with 35 songs to record um and i think this is basically the year that Nikki discovers twitter so we we like we get guest stars and titles of songs like as they're recording um it's recorded at faster uh, their studio in cardiff at rockfield which is i'd say kind it's of a nearby, bit slower than
1: the other
0: uh and at Hansa studios in berlin uh which is fa- a very famous studio that is probably more relevant to futurology than it is to rewind the film um because is that reasons.
1: the same studio as Javid used?
0: Yes, it is. Yes, that's very, right. Very famously used by Bowie uh, for his Berlin trilogy. Uh, most Which famously. three were those? Um, they were uh, Lowe, no. Lowe, Heroes and Lodger. Um, those are commonly referred to as, as the Berlin trilogy. The ones that he made with uh, Tony Miscotney and Brian Eno. Um uh, Brian is just a fucking legend. There's a track from Low on the Ambient playlist that I sent you. Uh called Vasava.
3: <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this so is some the of album. the longest it's been since
2: we've recorded. This is like some of the biggest gap we've had between sessions. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can really is feel this... you can really feel the <laughs> creak.
3: <laughs>
0: You're welcome listeners. Uh, so the albums were recorded simultaneously in the same sessions, one big sprawling session. That they, I think they made the decision to split into two albums quite early, which is why their stat they sound so different. But I also think that they made that decision off the back of like the know your enemy issue, where so you they
2: haven't could
1: have split really... that into two. I don't know um, why they
2: didn't do double. I mean, same thing. Yeah, you haven't
1: actually really said for people that actually don't know anything about manix is about futurology and that they've recorded two albums. Even really so well, he's of the middle of saying it though isn't he yeah so sort, sort of what i sort of what i just
0: said when i said that they recorded <laughs> two albums simultaneously in the same sessions <laughs> yeah. and it yeah. was one big sessions and then they decided to you, split it into right, two i'll stop i'll
1: stop you there do you well, know what yeah. i didn't do
0: listen yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so what we end up with is rewind the film and then 10 months later they release futurology um I think we even knew that the second one was called Futurology and it was going to come out in about June 2014 before Rewind the film was even out. So it was always planned as two halves of uh, this whole recording session. Um, now, because of our weird scheduling this episode, you guys have actually heard Futurology. So that puts us in the interesting position that we're not really is that we're never really in, which is we can kind of talk about Futurology a little bit Um two very different albums
1: i've given it um two spins
0: that's fine i mean that's enough to sort of know that you know two very different albums
1: yeah hold uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, yeah
2: <laughs> i haven't given it any spins have you not no because um i don't listen to cd's or vinyls
0: ah okay, okay. so yep. you've given it a
2: few streams i've given it, a given few, it a i've click. given it a few bits what would you call yeah. it? A few bits. <laughs> you <laughs> sure. do
0: give us a few bits, Lucas, don't you? Um, there are it's two quite a different produced... albums. Quite different. Quite <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 there's, yeah no rap- there's no rapping on Rewind the uh, Film, is there? I'm thinking they might be quite different. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. There
2: is.
3: There, uh, is rap- there is rapping on
1: Rewind uh, the Film. Are you talking some fucking
2: thing about rapping? No, it's like the very film at it's... the end of a film. It's very subtly in the mix of man yeah. or beer. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. It was originally, really originally...
1: Thank originally you it. for the pronunciation for later in this episode when I was going to say <laughs> man or beer.
2: It's, it's, it's very... I mean, they say it's instrumental. That's not technically true, because if you really listen, yeah. there's, there's <laughs> very, very, very aggressive... It's rap. Sean Moore's um, very, very aggressive gangster rap. Well, yeah. originally it
0: was, they were going to leave it in the mix, but they decided to take it out because of uh, the content of the rap, but there's actually some bleed on the guitar track, and you can you can just hear it in the yeah yeah
1: somebody's in, like in completely the dissected the track yeah yeah.
0: Um, two producers are named for each of uh, the albums, um, so you have Loz Williams, who's worked with them a bit over like the past few albums, uh, and you've got Alex Silver, who hasn't worked with them for 18 years at this point, and his last work with them was the Holy Bible. Um, I think that Rewind the film is probably more Loz Williams album than it is Alex Silver's. And I think that Futurology is much more Alex Silver's album than it is Loz Williams, but because they recorded at the same time, there's a lot of again, a lot of like bleed. Do you say um, they're
1: both on both albums for that reason? Or yeah, they actually yeah, yeah split them? Yeah. Okay, fine, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, i I was wondering if like that the decision to then work again with the guy that did the Holy Bible with them was like a conscious decision to sort of strip back or go like back to basics or do something a little more experimental but either way that is that is who they felt they needed for some of this material
1: so they they went into the studio with the goal of recording two different albums or they went in just did a load of stuff. Yeah, I think they did a load of And then split stuff. it? I
0: think they did a load of stuff. And I think that Futurology is probably the album that they intended to go in and make. And then when, okay. they heard, when they started to put together all of the stuff, they were like, well, hang on, we've got probably like an acoustic album here. A lot of these songs are quite gentle. And I think a couple of the songs on Rewind the Film share things in common with Futurology. And there's one that I think would probably just fit better
1: on Futurology. That's really interesting because Lucas brought up a point. What did you say when we were chatting online, Lucas, about how you think that James Dean Bradfield might use an acoustic guitar in mm. rewind the film?
2: I think... Go on. This is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just one man's opinion. Don't at me. But I think, whereas normally, yeah. James Dean Bradfield would play uh, famously an electric guitar. Yes, yes, that's which is yeah. Which a guitar with yeah. electric pickups... Mm-hmm. Looks very similar to the one sitting behind me here mm. traditionally less similar. Uh, similar. similar same guitar same guitar similar. he different he different, he different. On, this one, similar. on this one on this I, one i i think instead of using an electric guitar yeah he uses what is known as an acoustic guitar, which huh. is a hollow wooden guitar that you a might like your heart,
0: yes I've often described and... Lucas's heart as a hollow wooden guitar. <laughs> that
2: sounds quite poetic, actually. <laughs> and I think he's used—I yeah. think he's used an acoustic guitar in a number of places. And I'll point them out every time I yeah, notice that. It sounds okay. like we need another Twitter
1: poll. Well, I
0: tell you, I tell you what, Lucas, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shatter the illusion for you right now and tell you that you're absolutely right. There's actually what? only about two or three tracks on this Ooh. album that have any electric guitar on them at all.
1: Lucas nailed it. Lucas nailed it. I knew you—you had a—you had an inkling, didn't you?
2: (laughs) Just. I mean, I've been a professional music critic now for nearly a year, so that's actually true. I know what I'm in. In in technical terms, oh my god!
0: Um, the first thing that we heard was the song "Rewind," the film, which was played on Six Music on July the eighth, and then "Show Me the Wonder" was then released on their website on July twenty-second, and then as a proper single. On September the 9th Which is the week before the album came out It's the first Man Street Preachers single to not feature James playing electric guitar Um Who wants to guess <laughs> where it charts 60
1: Steve What's the song? Show me the wonder 17 I know Yeah No, carry on Okay <laughs>
0: 77
2: What did I say? Oh. You oh said my...
1: 60, Lucas.
2: Oh, oh yeah. No, Luke, I said Luke. 67 or I swear I had a 7. No, Steve said 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lucas,
1: well yeah. done. That's the second time you have Kind of smashed that guessing. I'm rubbish at this, aren't I? Any kind of what's the number of something and I get it wildly wrong. Remember when we had <laughs> to like discuss which album this B-side was from? Which famously has to do with numbers. Famously definitely has to do with numbers. That's could up, the that's you up told me, B-sides episode as well. Yeah, you could have told me like, show me the wonders of Rewind the Film, Steve. Which album is it off of? I don't know, Holy Bible? <laughs> that's how off
2: the mark I am.
0: I've finger where, on the pulse. This is where the manics start start to lose me as a fan
2: but the, the last album you gave a 2 out of 10 yes so surely they started losing you already
0: well i had liked postcards when it came out and it was you know you know when you're a huge fan of a band and they bring out something and you're blind and you, to it you secretly know it's shit <laughs> but you're like
3: yeah yeah yeah
0: man yeah you're like oh yeah no they're just trying yeah, something really, you know yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah so i was heavily into denial no, i don't postcards. know that every
2: band i like has never released anything <laughs> bad ever
0: you definitely don't have that relationship with uh, a very specific band that we'll never talk about ever again. So I, I had come to terms with Postcards being a, a bad album, in my opinion. Um, and then I kind of wasn't that fussed about the singles. Rewind the film and Show Me the Wonder, I was like, eh, okay, I don't get this album on the day it comes out. Um,
1: I thought the single sounded a bit like, by the numbers, is this um, because so you'd realize that the last, you didn't like the last album a lot so therefore that do you think that completely kind of tarnished your going into this album of like yeah well, i'm maybe. not going to enjoy this because they've just done something maybe
0: bad. I, w- I was ready to like them like again but you know i i think that those singles were by the numbers when i heard them uh in 2013 you know when, when they came out they didn't didn't uh appeal to me mm. um and then so the album comes out Rewind the film on 16th of September 2013. It's 12 tracks and 47 minutes. It's produced by the Mannix themselves, Alex Silver, and Loz Williams. Um, the artwork is of the, se- the Seven Bridge, like a blurred image of. What you would see if you're driving yeah, over it's, the seventh bridge—it's rubbish. It's rubbish. It's bad. The artwork, the artwork, artwork. is rubbish. <laughs> I've written that
1: down. The album artwork, and then the capitals—is rubbish. It's—it's it's really not great.
0: <laughs> um, there's a there's a quote uh, as there always is uh on the inside, which says, "Real generosity towards the future lies in giving all to the present," and that's Albert Camus. <laughs> That's how well, it's that's... pronounced.
1: <laughs> I've decided it's Albert Camus. Yeah. Um, um, well, that's interesting that because I would have thought they would have chosen something that mentions
2: the past.
1: Mmm. Mm. Because of my take.
2: Yeah, they're not you, Steve. Oh, yeah. I Wait, the Maddox
1: aren't me. <laughs>
0: I find it very difficult to sort of separate the albums Rewind the Film and Futurology because they are, were recorded as one project regardless of where they like, when they made a decision to split them they were working on them at the same time um, but they do have very different tones and
1: timbres
0: and what were your guys' sort of like first impression or
1: general impressions of,
2: of Rewind the Film? Lucas Way Why me? Just because you want to copy me, you
1: go first. No, because uh, usually I'll start speaking and then. uh... No, hold on. Usually you'll start. No. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Usually I'll start to speak just as you start speaking and I'll interrupt you, is what I was trying to say. Just you go first. So I'm therefore giving parlay. That's not the right word. Sure. To the right
2: honourable gentleman, Lucas Way. Do you know what this album is? It's a rainy Sunday. I mean, elaborate. Absolutely. It's, ra- it's a rainy Sunday. It's raining outside. You have got no plans. It's cold. It's mid-November. You you oh you do you do a puzzle. You do a oh. little puzzle, oh, or like god. decide to get out some Lego or something. Oh my god! Or like, this is hitting or like, the nail on the head. Or like play a little boardy or something, and you just like it's raining outside, and then you have like some like. You know, some reheated like spaghetti bolognese from the you night play, before. Play
1: Pokemon Blue on the Game Boy
2: if you want. Sure. It's a rainy, I'm in the 90s it's a rainy Sunday. <laughs> is what this album is. I'm always in it the nineties in my head.
0: To be fair, it's it's a very uh, relaxed album, I would say.
1: Yeah. That, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we live in urban hell and we destroy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just a bit like, yeah, that is that's is, that's really summed it up quite nicely. But like, I will say that like they've fucking done it again, haven't they? They've done something different again. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why I'm surprised at this point that I'll listen to a Manic's album and it's like it's not the same as the last one. And it's not even it's the same as not the same as the last one. It's not the same as the other twenty two or however many I've forgotten about. <laughs> um but it but it you know it's re- it's reflective, it's it's quite soft, it's very sad. Oh yeah, it's of... a
0: re- it's a really sad album. It's a
1: very nostalgic yeah, album as well. I would well. say oh yes it is. It even
0: says the word nostalgia. I mean at, at this point of their career that's kind of you know, between um doing sort of send away the tigers, followed by Journal for Plague Lovers uh, which was definitely an album that was looking back, followed by Postcards from Young Man, followed by this. Then nostalgia yeah. is sort of their trade at the moment, like at this yeah. at this stage yeah, of their career.
1: They're sad dads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they are. they're three they're sad. They're <laughs> three mad sad dads. Yeah. Um, it's it's very it's a bit weird. At some point, sometimes it sort of surprised me, but I can't emphasise enough the album artwork is rubbish. <laughs> It's rubbish, Adam. <laughs> I, I think that the, the sort of
0: the sadness that it has has a lot in common with um, "This Is My Truth." Tell me yours. That's, That's because both of... album
1: covers are blue.
0: "This Is My
2: yeah. Truth's a lot better though, isn't it? I
0: do think that "This Is My Truth" is 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 better, um, if only because it's sort of a more varied album. It's sort of um, it has its ups and downs, and I think "Rewind the Film" is very steady. It's, it's one has, note, it but then every occasionally it's, it's one like, note. There's a
2: little, not yeah, fully. But... It's like
0: what? You know <laughs> Tell you again? what though, it's it's a nice note. Yeah. Oh, like it's a good, yeah.
1: it's a very pleasant note. It's a minor note. Mm. It is it's sad. And I think you're right. Sad. I think it is, it is, is that
2: a little Welsh sounds. minor little connection you did there. It's a minor note. Nice, nice. No, nope. uh, but let's go for it.
0: Yeah. I like what they're doing, where like because the lyrics are evoking sort of nostalgia, they are then using like old styles of music. Do you know what I mean? That like a, a lot, a lot of the music mm. also sounds like it's being taken from another yeah. time. It doesn't sound so, like necessarily it was recorded in 2013.
1: Shall I give you my, my take before 2013? I listen to... Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. yeah 2013 is our, our first... No, our second Glastonbury.
2: Like, 2013 is like so this... recent. I mean, it's not yeah. it's seven years ago, but it's so recent. Like, I know what I was up to in 2013.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so That's why I'm surprised, Adam, that you... I thought you'd stopped listening to them, but I guess you never did. Right, so can I sort of say my prediction before I listen to Futurology? And it's going to be a bit. But you have listened like... to Futurology. I was in the prediction. Yeah, you had so I, so I, before kind you of... listen to Futurology, and yeah, I I'd... can, I can
0: uh, ratify this because Steve like said to me on Messenger like before I listen to Futurology, I just want to say this. Yeah, <laughs> and this and is Adam his didn't... prediction.
1: So my prediction was, um, and it, and it sounds really obvious now because it was kind of half based on the names of the albums. But my, uh, my, my prediction was that um so rewind the film is very backward looking and it's it's very f- reflective and even in the music styles there's a lot of motown on there there's stuff that references this sort of 80s, motown is listen to show me the wonder um and then <laughs> um yeah like the lyrics of the album is very it's very kind of looking back on life um rewind the film right mm-hmm. rewind it my cat is trying to uh, tear down a glass door Not going to work. No, it might. Um, And that futurology, futurology, would be very forward-facing and do the complete opposite. And in my head, it was going to have like beats and electronica and synth sounds. And I was fucking right.
0: Yeah, you're not far. It weren't far off. My prediction, future,
2: was that uh, because Rewind the film is acousticky, I figured that the other one would be. Uh, electricy, but not electricy in like electronics and stuff, but just like rock. And I yeah. figured I'm gonna fucking hate the next one. Right, right. I'm right. going to nothing it to death. Now, we know it's not just that. I haven't listened to it enough to have any actual opinions, but at least yeah, I know it's not fair. just the other half of this, which could just be rock album, acoustic album. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and then yeah, i would have yeah. fucking you would have fucking hated me the next episode because i'd have just shrugged <laughs> for two hours <laughs> well you yeah, know the, the the manics are often more interesting than uh
0: people give them credit for and i would say that these two albums if you're taking them together and we're going to stop talking about futurology for the rest of the episode now but i think yep. that these two albums show like quite like a a, a, a late period sort of renaissance sort of vibe where they are like they've done the postcards you know that was like their victory lap for like that's the kind of music that they've made for years and years and years and this seemed like slightly more experimental uh, a little bit more artistically minded um and with you know i think both albums have an actual thrust behind them you know like it's a direction yeah exactly where, where i think postcards was just a collection of songs I think that this is putting forward uh, an an idea. And, and in fact, when when we were just doing general thoughts, Steve, what you mostly talked about was the themes of the album. And, yeah. and I think that that is sort of as important as the sound of the album on, 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 on this one. So let's start with the album. This is the opening track. It's called This Sullen Welsh Heart. I
4: don't want my children
3: like me, it's too so destroying, it's a mocking disease a wasting disease I
4: don't want my children to grow up like me, it's too so destroying, it's a mocking disease a wasting disease Some days I wake up with love still alive I want to go to sleep but I cannot close my eyes I cannot close my eyes I can't fight this war anymore Time to surrender, time to move on Firing squads, kiss goodbye to what you want Go with the flow, go home You can keep on struggling when you're alone When you're alone This island Welsh heart It won't leave, it won't give up they hating half of me Has won the battle easily
0: That's a very, uh, 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 not not what we're used to from an album opener from Manic Street Preachers. Yeah. It's, it's very sullen. It is. It's defeated and it's sad.
1: Yeah. The opening line.
0: Oh, yeah. Devastating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a yeah. pack a punch. I've written oof. Yeah. I don't I'm... want my children to grow up like me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's... Oh, hello, myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i th- i throwing out the prediction i mean steve spoiled it by hand gesturing whilst we listened to that but my prediction was that steve fucking loves it because it's got a lady singer and steve loves a little twee lady singer
1: yeah it yeah. reminds me of laura marling so oh. obviously i bah. really like it bah. what a surprise yeah, that's there.
2: uh that's lucy rose yeah yes uh, she's, yeah she's, i know she's yeah. a great singer who's that? yeah who's she uh, She's a musician. She's great. You check out does she just person. go by the name Lucy Rose? She's not like yeah. Lucy Rose from the band. No, no, no. Lucy Rose and the Big Band Corps. 3. Okay. No. no. Yeah. Um, we haven't had like a
0: slow, sad album, uh, album opener since The Everlasting, which was on This Is My Truth. Yeah. And e- even then, those are the only two.
2: Was that? With the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice work. I can
1: remember it, Lucas. And that,
0: and and you know, that's got you know all the strings and a big guitar solo, and it's got drums and everything. Oh, it's got
1: meow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: The big bendy guitar solo. Oh, let's
1: listen to that now. This the album. (laughs) I fucking
0: fucking love that uh, that song. Yeah. Um, But I fucking love this song as well. Um, It's It's such a nice,
1: simple chord progression.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Just
1: very simple.
0: Capo on two, capo on two, just the C down to the A minor. Yeah. To
2: continue from my point about this album being a rainy Sunday. Yeah. Uh, this album specifically is a cup of tea on a Sunday morning in your slippers. This song, you mean? Uh, yeah. It's just like you walk down the stairs in your slippers and you make a cup of tea, and you just like look out the window and see a cat. If if that's what you're saying about this song,
0: then honestly, your Sundays sound so fucking depressing because this song <laughs> is about like. I can't fight this war anymore. There's oh, time to surrender. Mate, time are to you move talking down. about the lyrics?
2: Do you yeah. think I have read and analyzed the uh, uh, Mate, I
1: haven't read the lyrics because I heard
2: them. <laughs> yeah. I exactly. am talking about the vibe of the song and the vibe of the song yeah. is of what I just said. I mean that Lyrics. first line
0: though like which you absolutely cannot miss because they've plucked it out of the song and it opens with just the vocals which is yeah. pretty cool. I don't want my children to grow up like me it's too soul destroying it's a mocking disease. Uh powerful stuff that is not does not say to me cup of tea on a sunday that says to me uh oh lie god down, lie down somewhere and cry. Yeah. Um <laughs> I
1: because
2: we we know Spotify... well that songs don't make me lie down somewhere and cry. Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. <laughs> because of Spotify being how it is, like the only version is the deluxe edition, right? Even though you gave us that mm-hmm. playlist. And it so when I finished the album it goes into the demo. This is the only demo I've listened to of this song cuz it went straight into it. So the demo has the swearing. Yeah, it's much better in this the the regular version. It, it, like there's no need for just say fucking disease fucking disease twice. It doesn't it just doesn't fit and I'm glad they changed that. Oh,
0: interesting. I actually prefer the uh, lyrics of the original. That's because you're edgy and cool. It makes Depends a bolder statement.
2: It. Do they mean it's like it's a fucking disease, or do they mean it's a disease? It's an STD. It's not- where it's- which where <laughs> which by which fucking disease you have to constantly consummate. Oh, what so like disease? <laughs> yeah, like like the film Crank. Yeah, where where he, he has yeah. to
0: constantly keep his adrenaline up. And it's so he sh- doesn't. Isn't,
2: I've never seen it. Doesn't he like shag is a it, lot to keep d- his adrenaline up? Yeah. No.
0: One of the things he does is he has uh, yeah. sex in the street. Yeah. That's one yeah. of the things. Yeah. 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 It's actually at the horse race. I was. I was
2: wondering how long it would take us to get to crank. Um, <laughs> Jason especially, Statham doesn't get enough, especially like, on, this album. <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, Jason
1: Statham isn't on this album actually.
2: Like, just checking my notes. Oh, I don't want my children to fucking grow up like me. It's a shit impression. You
3: that, was
0: right. that was okay <laughs> uh, um, Jason, Jason Statham uh, d- Deliverer of one of my favourite lines in a film uh, Is it ever. Uh,
1: Transport 2? Uh, it,
0: it's
3: the
1: one is where they're on a plane Megal- Yeah d- on, on a plane no, they're, on, they're on one. a plane go on, go and,
0: on. and the bad guy Says your flight's been cancelled yeah. And then uh, Jason Statham Shoots him and says You've been cancelled <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> And I remember this specific memory. We went to see we it. The yeah, and you, we both turned to each other and just went <laughs> <laughs> because then you did an impression of the guys in. The, oh, the writer, in, the writing shoe, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it been cancelled, uh, uh, sorry, can we go oh, back you, a bit? You've been <laughs>
2: you two went to see it where? Sorry.
1: Oh, sorry, we didn't invite you. So no, where was this, uh, There was this
0: old thing that people used to do. Where you would go to a big room with lots of seats, and you could mix with other people and see a film on a that very large screen. sounds really nice. Screen. It
2: sounds like something I'd really enjoy. Doesn't it? it sound actually, lovely? sounds terrible. Yeah. Going yeah. to
1: see a film with loads of other
0: people
2: sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, and and Lucas, they're all eating, <laughs> all of them at the same time. I really like that because you know what I like. I really like films, and I really like yeah. eating. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, Sullen Welsh Heart. Yes, it's very twee, Lucas Correct Oh, we haven't even started We haven't even fucking We haven't even fucking began To talk about twee Begun
1: Yeah
2: um, Yeah, it's alright this isn't my sort of cup of tea. We'll get there. We'll get there later. You
1: just said uh, it's a cup of tea on a Sunday. <laughs> it's
2: not my cup of tea. Right. It's someone else's cup of tea on a it's Sunday. It's Steve's cup of tea on a Sunday, maybe. But yeah, yeah no, nah, it's me. It's all right.
0: The act mean? of creation saves us from this bear. <laughs> so it's obviously also about a bear attack.
2: That's terrifying. Yeah. What are you having to create? Like a crossbow? Not so really, the act sure. of creating a crossbow yeah, You've been playing Seizu too from much from Minecraft Then Lucas. Seizu from the bear Because you shoot the bear with said crossbow That's it It's exactly. perfectly logical I'll tell you what logical.
0: this song does do Which is something that they always do It does give you a really good idea of what the album's going to be like It yeah. sets up the themes And the the vibe of the album and then the next um, one turns on its head
2: a bit but it
0: really does like <laughs> yeah. they really overcompensate <laughs> um on uh, on on this next song which is uh show me the wonder
1: What an absolute hot badger!
0: Yeah, I agree. That's a fucking great
2: song. Best song on the album? Yep. I probably agree with you on that. Mm.
1: I'll, I'll tell you this
2: later. I'll tell you this. This is cresting the top ten. Oh! Spoilers! Oh. Spoilers for when we get to the new top tens, yeah. but this reaches it. Oh,
1: there's nothing. It's got that horns. The yes.
2: horns go. <laughs> this is why I like Sean again because I'm guessing they're all Sean well oh, yeah it's I actually don't... an
0: interesting story um
2: oh. is that the uh the producer of the album uh
0: los williams um they were listening to this you know the playback of this nice acoustic song yeah, and yeah. he was um he was saying do you know what i think this needs more trumpet and oh. sean thought that that meant him uh... right so he then wrote uh, trumpet parts for mm. uh, for the song. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's how it happened. Um, I mean, Lucas, you know, you you have asked what is Motown? That is Motown. I
2: <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, look, look this I, think just... to, I think we need to accept. I'm never going. The thing you played in the last <laughs> okay. episode isn't yeah. doesn't sound like this. It does. Right. So does, I don't yeah. know what yeah. you're talking about. Right. This is just
1: should just be called Motown. The song.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, yeah.
1: do you think like in an alternative? Manic's timeline, which there is many, Robson and Jerome covered this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's exact. Like, yeah, a really yeah? nice
0: sort of um, string laden boyzone cover yeah. or something. Yeah. Show me the wonder. Yeah, yeah, I could see that definitely. Yeah, um, it, it actually oh. mostly sort of cribs from Northern Soul, which was a bit of like a British offshoot of Motown. Lucas, really briefly, Motown is very specifically a record label. Uh, an American record label from the 1950s that had people like the Supremes and the Four Tops and stuff like that. Um, but it helped to popularize what we now know as pop music. The verse, chorus, verse, chorus sort of structures. So you've said um, this
2: many times verse, chorus, verse, chorus, breakdown, chorus, chorus. Yeah, like, everyone's right? talking about right. pop cool, music. Cool, cool. Nirvana songs are structured like that. Yeah. So it's not, it doesn't really help me. Why? Unless you're saying Nirvana is also Motown, I don't see how the structure really no, I, helps not, describe this saying, type of music. I'm
0: not saying that it's ex- exactly like Motown. I mean, this song is exactly like Motown. But when I yeah, I've this used is the one in- that, to be
1: fair, I get Lucas's point, and this is the song that made me go, "Oh
2: yeah, okay." I just but don't know. Listen- describing the structure of a song really helps me. Know it's not just
0: way. it's not just the structure. You you seem to be incapable of of sort of uh, like songs can be similar. <laughs> Without sounding exactly the same. Don't know what you're talking about. Okay, great. (laughs) But do you
2: genuinely not know what I'm talking about? No, obviously I do know that songs can sound fucking similar and not the same, but I'm still... I'm just Motown. If If you said now... If you played me 10 songs and said, tell me which one of these is Motown. Okay, it depends what the 10 songs were. Because you might put 10 Cannibal Corpse songs and then yeah. Motown And song. they're all Motown. First of all, that's 11 songs. They're all songs. Motown, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> too <laughs> many songs.
1: That's too many songs.
0: Uh, uh, the, most, the most Motown-esque Manic songs are this and Everything Must Go, I would say. And in in general, the album Everything Must Go has like quite a big Motown influence.
2: I we need to accept that I'm not going uh, to... There's
0: know. no electric guitar on this song. But it still feels very sort of like sweeping and epic. They still manage to have that sort of very Mannix-esque sort of wide screen
1: sound. It's all the horns that take over,
2: like it a really lead. Is. It's almost
1: like a lead instrument.
2: It's the yeah, lead yeah. instrument. It's the best yeah. bit. Without the yeah. horns, this song doesn't fuck. With the horns, it fucks my mouth. What am I doing now? I, I don't know. I mean,
1: giving the horns.
2: J- James is. Vocals on this are great. Like this vocal melody is incredible. What I like those the vocal melodies, and then the, the horn melodies like play along with his vocal melodies, not it's yeah. exactly. Yeah. They yeah. they don't they sort of harmonise yeah. or they do a little something. Yeah, delightful when he does the when yeah. he says the line running through the veins. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. the horns go along with it. Chef's kiss.
0: And 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 the the verse where they're used as a a little melodic rhythm instrument when they're ba- in the background going. Bap, <laughs> 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 so we Good. can all agree this is
2: fucking great
0: it's really great i think it's a standout on the album I would adam, i've, had it,
2: I've adam. had it in my head for days
1: adam and lucas i have seen the birthplace of the universe yeah what a lovely lyric lucas it's about space i have
0: seen miracles move in reverse it's also okay, a that's really nice. It's also a really nice lyric, and yeah. they have um, a, a lyric here that I really like, which is "We may write in English, but our truth remains in Wales." That's really nice.
1: A really nice. That lyric. didn't um, Neil have this as one of his top ten Welsh songs? Do you know? I I actually cannot remember, and I'm uh, really sorry, because I remember Neil. talking about the next point I'm about to make is that I met like so I watched ages ago. I think before we started recording this podcast. Um, a interview with them on like BBC Breakfast. Yeah, uh, I think it might have been the same um, interview where they are. They said, "Oh, we've recorded a, a few albums and some of oh, the are very blood. good." Yeah, and yeah. they went like, "What's your what, What's the worst album you've made?" Then he was like, "Oh, some people didn't like Lifeblood. Um, they're wrong. They're wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah, they're wrong. It's their best yeah. album. Yeah, this. Mm, nah. Um, but then they showed a clip of the music video for this song." Um, so it was a uh, promo oh, right. of this and it, it's them like in a in like a, a working men's club in wales like in the 70s like they're yeah in the uh, 70s james has got like something. big
0: sideburns yeah. yeah and they're all that wearing like fun. 70s suits and that stuff sounds fun. yeah it's also good, it's a good video
1: show me the wonder is in another song found that so right uh, show me wonder from from uh, so yeah, the yep, track
0: from No yep. your enemy there we go um really like that song uh yep. l- l- let me tell you
2: where i am on this album actually um uh,
1: with two tracks in adam
2: yeah Hang i know on. a minute ago adam you said that you first heard the two songs they'd released before they put the album out and you were like "eh" on them and one of them was show me the wonder
0: yeah so you've done you've done what steve did earlier there, was, is where you haven't listened i just said <laughs> i'm gonna tell you where i am with this album now Okay. oh and i thought so. you meant literally like us recording <laughs> we're literally at track two <laughs> so when this came out didn't really rate it um i don't think i got it and and that's a similar reaction that i had to the album that i think this is most like this is my truth when i first said this is my truth i was like to 15 16 didn't get it now that i'm now doing this run through with you guys and i'm 31 nearly 32 this is my truth is my absolute jam because it's a much more mature album and now rewind the film is my absolute jam this album like i assumed i was going to sort of absolutely nothing again because like i did when it came out but actually i think that this has i've sort of aged up to it you know Mm -hmm. i'm now closer to the age that the manics were when they recorded it than i was when i first heard it when i first heard it i was 24 and so now you know seven years later I'm kind of in a place to better receive this album. Show Me the Wonder is just a hot badger. There's no sort yeah. of two ways about it. What a great, like catchy song. I'm always, always singing it. Like just going around the house, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, Lucas, it's been in my head for a while now. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I'm I'm definitely in a sort of much more accepting place to this album I think I'm receiving it I'm, I'm I'm the in the right place to receive this album if that makes sense so I rate yeah. it much more highly now than I did when it came out so there you go and to, to kind of move on to the next song this is the first song um, that we heard uh, from the album which oh, is wow. okay. Rewind the film which is kind of an interesting song to put out as your first taste of the album but we'll get yeah. on to that after we've heard a little bit of it but I was not when I was 24 I was not in a good uh, sort of not in the right place to sort of receive this song the way I now receive it.
2: Was Let's that when you were going little... through? Was that when you were going through your goth stage and you were just listening to nothing but like Marilyn Manson?
0: What was I listening to in 2013? That's the thing. Do you know what? Probably like much heavier stuff and much more experimental stuff. I think I had quite. You're a big...
1: probably listening to an awful lot of Radiohead at this point.
0: Radiohead, Aphex Twin, Autegra, um Yeah, a lot of electronics, sort of like heavy electronic stuff. Um, yeah, uh, let's let's listen to a little bit of "Rewind the Film." Hi, really quickly, it's Adam here. Uh, I'm currently editing this episode, right? And there's something that we completely forgot to talk about um, in regards to the song "Rewind the Film," and that is is that the song is actually um, big chunks of it are are a heavy sampling of a song. Uh, called A Little Girl Lost by David Axelrod. Um, It's very interesting, actually, because it's almost a cover. It's only the choruses that are added, and the arrangement is slightly different. But the Mannix actually recorded a note-for-note facsimile of the David Axelrod song. Um, I'm going to play a bit for you now. There you go. People who've already heard Rewind the Film will, will see how similar that is. And if you haven't, um, you're about to see how similar that is. Because when I finish talking, I'm going to play the Manic song, Rewind the Film. Um, I've talked to the guys about it. It doesn't really change our opinion on the song. Um, it maybe makes me like it a little bit more, just because I think that that's quite an, an interesting thing to do. I understand that some people think it's a little bit underhanded but um, I think it's it's quite interesting to take a sparse instrumental um, create a different arrangement and add vocals to it um, It also gives a good sort of insight into the kind of stuff that Nicky was listening to when he was writing the words for this album Um Yeah, uh, very interesting Um, Anyway, here is The Mannix doing Rewind the film, and then after the clip we'll uh, get back into our discussion of it from when we recorded this episode i uh. I'm gonna leave it there because uh, th- this song is six and a half minutes long, and the it's chorus doesn't <laughs> happen until three and a half minutes in. Um, that that is sort of. I'm, I'm actually thinking about it. Glad that I managed to get that ambient playlist to you, sort of like before this, because that opening is actually borderline ambient music. Yeah. It's a very interesting uh, opening, and it takes this about. The,
1: this is the first thing you guys. You guys, Adam, you and the Mannix fans. Yeah, so you guys heard from this, these two. Yeah. So
0: the okay. first, the first thing we heard was like all of this stuff. Oh, it's very lovely, isn't it? That go- This goes on for like about a minute. <laughs> I feel like okay. I'm going into
1: to get a a massage. And the and the music like, video was Steve. Was... If you can just lie down there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's put, ambient. Just get ready. Please, and, um, we'll put be back that away. in.
0: Put that on, and even when the guitar does Please come in stop there, stop it. <laughs> even when the guitar does come in there, it it's sort of in little bits. It's not like a full guitar line. It's just the changes that it that's bringing on. And then, of course, the first voice that you hear isn't anybody who's in the band, which I love, by the way. Yeah, I I'm hate so about
1: that. His oh, really, voice. Oh, You're not,
2: mate, you don't like not Richard Hawley? Don't like his voice. I mean apparently he's from Pulp. Didn't know that. Yeah, guitar- used to be the guitarist in Pulp. Don't like his voice. No. Uh the the I like the intro all that stuff. I don't like it when he's involved. And then a song's worth of time into the song. <laughs> yeah. It's good when JDB's back involved And it gets a bit bigger And it elevates It and it's, suddenly
0: uh, and there's Explodes strings,
2: There's some strings There's some big It's nice But it takes a full song To get there Well like let's start let's with hear, Let's uh, hear Let's hear
0: that chorus okay. Because uh, What I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to pick from the second chorus When the strings are big mm-hmm. It's a difficult song to sort of Convey because there's Many different little parts to it Let's see if I can find it <laughs> So yeah, yes. when it came yeah. out, I thought it was too long, too boring, um, and I didn't like the way that it just jumps from being sort of like a quiet song to this mad, histrionic guitar sort of thing. Oh, now, you were wrong. You were now wrong, now I, you? now I fucking love it. Yeah. This is so another... I'm Adam in
2: 2013 then. Exactly. I like the biggie bits, and the smally bits <laughs> well, in between the biggie bits, Well, I don't like the smallie bits. The biggie bits. bits. Well, you know... Like like
0: we have said on previous episodes, Lucas no like small, Lucas like
2: big <laughs> Lucas like no, but that not that not necessarily true, <laughs> Lucas do like small, but Lucas like Lucas like small small, when real small, not middle small or small sure. plus big <laughs> right, okay <laughs> I
0: just I love that this is like borderline ambient in places, but it also seems to take inspiration from like like English folk music that sort of leads. On the twelve-string guitar, is that twelve-string? Like English... I was wondering what it was. Yeah.
2: I didn't know what instrument it was.
0: Um, I've got it sounds take... like sounds like English folk music. Go ahead, Steve.
1: Um, this song gives me the same feels that "Hurt" by Johnny Cash gives me. Okay, because so, this is um, also
0: a cover of Nine Inch Nails.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Okay, got it. Uh,
1: yeah, um, no, like so. So the the singer that's on it, like I would disagree with Lucas when I first heard it. I was disappointed that James Dean Bradfield sang on it. Mm. And I just wanted Richard Hawley to be on it. Rich Richard Hawley? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, Richard Hawley. Yeah. Um because that kind of felt like it, it kind of took me out of it. And then I got a bit of a take. But um so the Johnny Cash thing, like it to me it sounds like whether he's not on whether he is or not, it sounds like an old man. It's an old man seemingly. I'm doing air quotes, um, looking back at his life, isn't it? So rewind the film i want to see my friend so like he's he's dying so this is my take he's it's an old man who's he's on his deathbed and he's looking back at his life and he's like i wish i could just replay these memories i wish i could go back to these memories right so when so that's my um when i stopped thinking wouldn't it be great if james wasn't on this song Mm. as a kind of take um but james's bit seems to be like the young guy in the story Right, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it kind of rewinds the film in this point, so it kind of does that diddle 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 and it's almost a bit like it's rewinding, and then James is the same character, and James is singing about his life, so he's like and he's talking about hiding under the sheets, yeah, you know, like yeah, you would yeah, do yeah, if yeah. you were reading a book, it's a, it's a younger sounding voice, obviously, and I see it's like two people playing the same character. I love that. Does that make I, I, sense? I
0: really like that take a lot. Uh, Richard Hawley is the same age as James Dean Bradfield, but you're yeah, right. no, yeah, I realised that when I, when I looked him up. When
1: I looked him up, I was hoping to see this like decrepit old dude. But the, it isn't old. Wow, that's a really voice. savage thing to say. Well, well here's, here's, you're here's a the savage thing, human she, to look
0: at. The the, co- <laughs> the context for Richard Hawley is that his style is very much that of like the fifties crooner, mm. which is yeah. sort of sort of the music that you know um, the the guys in the Mannix. Uh, parents would have been listening to while the Mannix were growing up in the 70s. They Did would you have get had that kind of
1: Johnny Hurt uh, Johnny Hurt? Johnny Hurt. Cash, Johnny Cash Hurt <laughs> thing. Because yeah, that I was think... him looking back, wasn't it? When he got older and it was him kind of being like oh, you know, I'm going to die soon basically. Yeah,
0: I think, yeah. I mean those American recordings are full of songs uh, like that. Um, yeah. from, from Johnny Cash. I def, I, I. think that the, the similarity between that and Johnny Cash is probably more about the tone of Richard Hawley's voice. Uh, 100%, 100%. I, I, I yeah. really like Richard Hawley's voice um, and I really like his music. Same. Um, well, I don't know his music, but I like this song for his will You'll, you'll, you'll yeah. have heard some of it. You'll have heard um, Tonight the Streets Are Ours or something like that. Um, okay. He has that sort of 50s sort of crooner voice, but he also has a voice that is perhaps closer to a more palatable version of Nikki's voice i would agree it's with a bit, that. More fragile, bit more fragile a bit
1: more fragile kind of a bit more it's also yeah. it's also
0: yeah like deeper and this the demo of this song is sung by nikki um the oh, bits, okay. the bits okay. that richard hawley sings are bits that nikki wrote and the bits that james sings are bits that james wrote um yeah, I think that's an interesting song. It's it's certainly you know to release a six and a half minute thing as as the first thing that you hear from an album. It's definitely a more experimental mode than anything from Postcards from a Young Man.
1: It also kind of gives me kind of uh, and I, this is very broad, but um, kind of eighties vibes about it in terms of like the synth strings, whatever they are. You know that. They... Like yes, they follow the vocal pattern. It sounds like a, a clavicle. in a very yeah. Echo and the bunny men kind of. Yeah, although so, then I
0: would say that that was that that was around
1: in the seventies, which, but, I, think yeah, that, fine. which okay. I think is but, what yeah. this is sort of. This but, but that kind of well. like this. Mm, yeah, the style wouldn't be not on the Donnie Darko
2: soundtrack. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it wouldn't be not. Sound- on. We'll get to soundtracks in a minute. Actually, I, mean, I have a similar <laughs> yeah. take of a similar time period as well. If <laughs> I actually. <laughs> I really bet the same person had the posters for Donnie Darko and the film I'm gonna reference up in their room at the same time. And I bet Adam's that person. <laughs> I,
0: I don't like Donnie Darko.
2: Okay, I bet Steve's that person. Um I bet a general seventeen year old in two thousand and six is that person. <laughs> uh
0: so Lucas, you're not bowled over by the like the first three no, songs. No, I this like
2: album. the I like the the first there's three songs in the album, mate. You've said first two songs.
0: I said first three.
2: Oh. <laughs> Well, you fuck did. me then. Uh, no, the first <laughs> one, the first one I may. The second one fucks. Yeah. And the second one, there's a half a good song in it for me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is the yeah. chorus bits and not the verse bits. The intro <laughs> before he sings the nice chill. Yeah, and then yeah. The, and then the big bits, but what no medium is- bits. What
0: I'll do is I'll put together a little edit no, for you no. of just big bits, bit and then the big be, bits. I'd be <laughs> curious bits. to hear.
2: You say Richard Hawley, some his, his his like solo stuff sounds croonery. I'd be curious to hear that. Yeah, but okay. Don't make me a playlist. In a, no, I'm not going to make preemptively. A playlist, don't then. make me a crooner playlist.
0: I was going to play you a clip then, but I it can't. not play it. me a clip. Yeah.
2: All right. Oh, my ears hurt.
5: Got feelings
2: There you go. What I'm, what that, I'm sounds, to say, that sounds ten times lovelier than the song, Rewind the film. Well, it sounds that a better. Like Show me the one. Though. What I was that trying to get de- at—that yeah. sounds delightful, and I'd enjoy listening to that. And what send I was it trying to get me. at <laughs> when I was it.
1: singing along, then you told me to stop singing along because we're slightly out of sync over Zoom. Um, is I that, I that just and want your to voice. hear the song and
2: not your what? fucking voice. Correct. Yeah,
1: that and your I'm voice very, is sorry.
0: grating and bad.
1: I'm very—it's great, <laughs> and not bad. that's really nice of you, Adam. That's really nice of you to say that. What I was trying to say is that. I have never heard that song before, but I could basically sing along. It feels familiar, yeah. Because it's yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of structure. There's a song anyway. on
2: this album that has that effect on me. There's a bass line that I... That... Oh, is it
1: Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Track seven. That's not, I don't know. Spooky.
3: I've
4: sealed myself in laminated all of my skin Sellotaped My world in bits I must embrace Paralysis Only you, you Do me see ourselves So I
0: left it going a little bit longer there because again, there's another bit in there that is sort of borderline, like ambient, where the music, the vocals aren't tied to anything, and there's back backmasked vocals coming through uh, on on like underneath the vocal line. But I think it's really cool. Uh, initially, I find this song. A little bit annoying. I ju- yeah. some, some, something about the vocal melody.
2: Uh, I think the chorus. I'm going to piss off Mannix fans. As you always do. Yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> if you like this chorus, you like Travis. Okay. Like it just sounds. It just sounds like a sort of a very light rock English, like Travis dad, like just very middle of the road meh sort of song.
0: So I think that probably comes from the fact that they're taking influence from like the same place which is sort of that 60s um kind of acoustic vibe this uh there's a, a number of times that this happens on the album it's going to be very difficult for us to talk about but this
1: sounds a bit like the beatles who who yeah exactly yeah yeah it's a nice little like weird cleanser after the last track, like it's a lot there was a long song. how long was the last song like nearly seven minutes long. six minutes thirty six yeah, Ooh, it's like two minutes and a bit, right? this one, yeah, two and a half It's like yeah, a yeah. nice little weird, little weird, as Adam mentioned, which we don't think we we heard then, it's a bit spooky, but it's like a bit yeah, it's like a bit of a cleanser, I don't know, like um, I hate it when you've got like two seven minute long songs together, you're like, oh Jesus, do you know what I mean on because well, that's fourteen minutes. That's that's a whole 14 minutes. But, exactly. Um, I will that's say it's nearly like one an of... episode of The Office. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the more forgettable songs in the album for me, personally. Uh,
0: yeah, I think that's probably fair. But then I also like the bit um, where it goes into the the, the the bit where it says, how I hate middle age in between acceptance and rage. Um, I like that bit. Yeah. I think that's a very telling uh, line as to where that, the manic yeah, sort of headspace yeah. is. Yeah, that um, fits it. Yeah the the song was written while nicky's wife was in hospital and his dad was in hospital and his daughters had the norovirus um so he was like keeping himself you know he has ocd tendencies so he was keeping himself very clean wearing gloves and masks everywhere builder um, of routines yeah build, builder of routines sort of refers to the idea that he 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 likes the idea of trying to invent a bit of stability when everything else is collapsing around you that sounds very similar to what the fuck is going on in the world right now. Yeah, it does, yeah. But there's also there's also there's also yeah. a little reference there where he says he's so sick and so tired of being for real. Um which Oh indeed. I'd miss that. I okay, could that. Could be uh you know, a reference to the Richie for Real incident. The next line is only the fiction still has the appeal. The, you know, the idea that fiction is maybe more alluring or interesting than the truth. Um Oh, I like that. What seems cool. like a uh pretty lightweight song with just a little bit of picking apart has some much
1: more interesting stuff sort of lying underneath it. Yeah, then that, that bit what you just said there is way more interesting than the last fucking album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I totally missed.
2: So yeah, fair. It's interesting because my stance on this album is 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 overall is fairly middle middle with a touch of positive. But so far, massive I'm, for you though, but so far, I've been very negative, and I'm that's, trying to remember where the positivity I'm, I'm trying to remember fair. where the positivity comes from
0: <laughs> fairly typical for you, Lucas, to be honest. <laughs>
2: I'm just going to read you my notes. Amazing. On this song. Okay. Well, Steve fucking loves this. Yep. Uh, Probably because he loves Laura Marling. It probably makes him think of a festival in the summer sitting on the hill uh, outside the park stage at Glastonbury with the sunset. I fucking hate it. (laughs) And I fucking hate twee. This is their worst song they've ever done. Probably not actually true. I was just getting angry. I fucking hate this type of music. I fucking hate this song. Okay. Aggressively.
0: Like, what what is it about twee? I
2: have never been able to verbalise what I dislike about twee. It sounds like it belongs on the Garden State soundtrack. (laughs) I fucking hate Garden State. I just fucking hate that. That whole thing of like twee, if you can describe it as twee, I fucking hate it. Yeah, I don't nothing this song. I really don't nothing this song. I fucking hate this song. This is my autumn song for Adam or something like that. This is what a load of old shit. Interesting. Yeah.
0: No, I I like this song. Um, Yeah, I like this song. I'm trying to rack my brains. I think it is the only Manic song that doesn't feature any of the Manics on vocals. Right. Uh, uh, I can think of another one. Let me know when Mano- you me Manor to to Manor Marcus. Manorbia.
2: Uh track eleven on this album doesn't feature any Mannix on vocals. It does. Um, well, it's, oh, it does. It's got like some la la la's yeah. or something, hasn't it? Fuck. One nil. One nil. Put it on my
1: little notebook that I had in the that's, first episode. Um, that's Kate Le bon, um
0: who is a great musician. She's she's like fantastic. Um, is that she... her
2: type of music?
0: Um, yes and no. Um, it, it's definitely like that is the song on the album that most suits her voice. You would not like Kate Lebon probably uh, not Lucas. for me, probably. Not um, for me. but uh, yeah, I, I like that. I, I like the jazzy little bit that happens at uh 141. Um, let me find yeah. that. I like that sort of like spacey 60s jazz sort of vibe. And then the way that it comes back in. I also like how uh, a lot of the um, instrumentation is quite muffled. Like there's a picking guitar in there, but it's got a lot of reverb on it and it's um, kind of in the background. It's quite a, um, it's almost like quite like a dream pop sort of sound. Yeah. Via that sort of twee 60s folk sort of thing. Um, Can I? It's just very pleasant as
1: well, you know? Can have a response to Lucas's accusation
2: Is my accusation that you like it, yeah. The right honorable gentleman, I mean, that's quite a negative slant on it straight away. That me saying you like it is an accusation, an accusation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't see it as that kind of tweet or Laura Marlingy kind of no, folk I thing. don't either. Until you said sitting on a hill watching it at Glastonbury, because I would love that, I'd love to be like, just like high and just watching this on a hill at Glastonbury, however. This is the first of two songs where the Manics just say, let's just be the beautiful South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, and I love the beautiful South. Yeah. So I love this song. I don't know, like, um, so, no, I, I like the fact that there's not a, a Manic being, like, a, a lead vocal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At any yeah. point. Like, and that's what I kind of missed from... At the beginning, when I first listened to it for the first three times I listened to it, or so, of rewind the film is the fact that it's really interesting that they've got Richard Hawley on it, and I was a, that's why I was a bit disappointed that James came in because I was like, oh, this is this is new and it's interesting, right. and it was like, oh, here's James Brackford, okay. Um, and so it I love it the happens. fact that there's a there's a female lead singer just through the entire song. It, it's, it's lovely and yeah. very um, cool yeah. and it happens
0: yeah. a lot on this project if you're taking Rewind the Film and Futurology as a project there's a lot of guest vocalists there's obviously yes, there Lucy yeah. Rose Richard Hawley Kate bond we've already had Kate bond turns up on um, Let's Go to War on Futurology um, there is also uh, obviously Divine Youth which is um, Georgia Ruth I think um, Green Gartside appears on Between the Clock and the Bed you know there's lots of like guest vocalists I think James was saying that like because they have this propensity to always change what they're doing, one of the few things that he can't change is his voice, and so I think he wanted different voices to suit
2: different moods. You know, he could put on a silly voice though, couldn't he? What, he could relax. put on a silly voice. Yes. Hello? <laughs> well, no, like he could just like, he could, he could just, like put on Russell. <laughs> he could put on he could put on his best lady voice.
0: He could, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. and you know what actually maybe in the early 90s he would have been able to but his voice is now by this point like much deeper and it's sort of matured (laughs) and it's a bit more gruff and he's not going to be able to like to do that um yeah i kind of
3: lonely (laughs) roads
0: good job i i do uh i kind of i do see the tweeness
2: um what did you say i I, I can see your (laughs) tweeness
3: I'm sorry, I forgot we were on this webcam. Song's,
0: this song has definitely got its tween us out, um, <laughs> and, but but I, I also really like. I not really like but i like uh, quite a lot of the bands that, that sound like that like the, the tweeest fucking band in the world has got to be bell and sebastian yeah i was about to say um, it. thank you yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm assuming lucas you do not like bell and sebastian
2: uh i'm not that familiar with them but i'm pretty sure oh, i'll make sure you a playlist i'll make you a playlist like i'll make you a playlist don't.
0: i'm gonna make you a big big bell and sebastian uh, as play-
1: we've just said i've seen Bella and sebastian high on a hill at glastonbury there we go
0: Uh, Yeah, 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 that's exactly the the vibe. Um, uh, We talked earlier about um, sort of like sections or little ideas from each of the two albums they recorded together sort of leaking into the other one, and I think that's the first time that this song coming up, I Miss the Tokyo Skyline, is maybe the first time that we see that, the little electronic influence of futurology trickling through into Rewind the Film. Um, Let's have a little listen. to know where to stop as well again because it's, it's that odd structure there, there is a sort of a chorus but that song actually just sort of builds and builds and builds as it goes mm, yeah um, what are your guys thoughts
1: on that song really good yeah the, the little right okay the little
2: viol whatever it is a viola what is that right. instrument Adam come on Yeah. you've done your research what is the
1: instrument <laughs> that one
0: that, it's that. They got Steven. they to got do. Steven to go <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is it not is it not just a violin? It, it might sounds be. very I Eastern. want to
2: say
1: viola because it sounds a bit more <laughs> It nice. sounds
2: like like you, you hear that that tone in a lot of like Eastern, you know type Music or like yeah, films yeah. or whatever, but I don't know yeah. if that is a specific instrument. Like, it's actually some instrument that's just like unique and you know, it's and... I
1: think it might be the scale or something, but it's very specifically sounds Japanese, doesn't it? Yeah. It does,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I also think that you don't often get solo violins in pop songs. Like, when Mannix do strings, it's at least a quartet, or yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a whole string. There's an electric them. guitar in this song.
2: What big?
0: Yeah, I know, big, big right? Big. It's so, this, a...
2: so, this song is so heavy. It's fucking metal.
0: It's borderline metal. This song. <laughs> it's it's got that nice like blend of like electronic and organic. There's like that yeah. pulse, that sort of burbling, sort of synth sound. And the the,
1: the drums are electric, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: And it's like, quite an easy song to get a hold of. It's literally just like about missing spending time in Japan. And I like yeah.
2: the I like the guitar line following the lyrics, which is nice. Like the so, guitar yeah. line follows the vocal melody. And also I can as someone who has been to, to Yeah, This is my next uh, point. It is yeah. it yeah. is definitely true. Feeling like an alien is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah. I had a lot of fun in Tokyo being stared at and yeah. literally laughed at. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um
1: <laughs> so first of all I've got doesn't Nikki love Japan, right? Nikki loves Japan. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So but, um I, th- I so imagine it's quite yeah. biographical. Um he meant they mentioned Lost in Translation? Yeah. Oh, like the film. Um I predict I suppose, Lucas, I loves film, yeah. <laughs> Lucas loves it. Lucas loves it. And good. also He's been to Japan,
2: so he likes that
1: a bit more.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't think I'm that superficial that I go, I've been there, I like this song! <laughs> but I bet that really helped you, because it literally
1: probably transported you back to the Tokyo skyline, no, it's just, right? No, it's
2: just the one line about feeling, feeling like an alien is so much fun. That's really cool, a, a though. specific memory, of, and to be fair, it's not even wasn't specifically me, it was I was there with friends, one of which is a rather tall, hairsute, oh, yes. hairy, burly man, Mm. The very opposite of what the average Japanese uh, man looks li- like. Li- and he would literally get pointed at and laughed at. <laughs> we like to we like took some photos in Disneyland and people were like taking photos of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because but they were like, Lever. Look at those fucking people over there. Which I thought was weird because Disneyland you'd think like full of tourists. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Was wasn't. Also
0: also
1: there's like six foot mice at Disneyland. I
2: can't believe wow. you were the
0: weirdest people
1: at Disneyland. Right, so this song instantly, like, transports me. And it sounds like I've had a lot of drugs. But it, mm. it like, transports me to a place with, like, cherry blossom trees. And it's, like, yeah. a river and a bridge. But, like, that that little violin part is used so sparingly. It might be three, it might be even two times in the song. It's but always
0: it's... it's always a treat to hear it. It's beautiful. Yes, <laughs> it's.
1: It, I don't. It,
0: it's always a treat to hear it. It's that form meets function thing that we were just talking about. You know, the the the, the music matches the theme oh, yeah. of the song. And the, the, so this perfectly. one, it's very
2: literal. They've literally gone. What yeah. sounds a bit eastern? Yes, because a bit Japanese about Tokyo. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, say
1: yeah, Tokyo. Let's do a Japanese sounding guitar. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, we don't know, I the know instrument. We. We don't know the instrument. We, just, we
0: simply don't know. I put my money it's, on violin. And we couldn't viola. find out. There's no way of us knowing. There's no it's, way of knowing. There's no way viola. of knowing. It's a viola. Um, yeah, really like that song. Uh, I think it's I'm also, perfectly, it's also perfectly placed as the mid.
1: I kind of like how the song, Um, so it, it kind of builds a bit. Like it's going to go somewhere. It doesn't really go anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it doesn't really of, explode. The and point of the song kind of is nice. just to
0: build. And yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it's sort of lovely. Peter's out at the end, and it's just really nice. And um, who is he? Peter's Peter Sout.
1: Yeah. Pete, who is Peter Sout? Uh, at, he the end, played, at the end. At the end,
0: he played the violin. At the end,
1: Peter Sout <laughs> is yeah. at the end of the song. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then the next song is cool, I was just googling stuff whilst you were talking about that, and I've just sort of picked up what you were just talking about. Yeah. Peter's out. Yeah, yeah, what's
1: wrong with Peter Sout, Shut I I quit, what, is, I quit wait, what do you mean? What, what,
2: <laughs> what is wrong with
0: Peter Sout?
2: Yeah, what? Wait. Is he okay? I quit.
0: Okay. He's I, got a- I hate Ooh.
2: Peter Sout that much. <laughs> Peter
0: I think he'll be very upset to hear that. <laughs> Just cannot help themselves, can they? Like, if as soon as they want something sweeping and epic, walk, <laughs> waltz timing, time, waltz time. <laughs> yeah, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> do you remember a Design for Life?
0: <laughs> it's every, been so long. Every time. Having said that, I do do like that song. I yeah. do like this one. Yeah. It, is, it
2: is strange. <laughs> it is strange that you'd write a song about another song. Go on. Because this song's about three lions, right? Oh
1: go on Lucas. Because it's on. an anthem
2: for a lost cause. Good. Hmm. Is that
1: your is that your own time <laughs> What? Please. Are you talking about Please.
0: how we'll never win the football again? <laughs> yeah. Your that, your take
1: on this song is that we're not great We're not division. gonna win the football again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we have Lucas on the podcast. It's it's for, you know, comment very you know, yeah. like you said, you've been a music critic for a year now. Yeah, yeah and now so he's you the can, common man. Yeah. You can pick up on those, on those things.
2: These things like yeah, the fact yeah. that we're not going to win the football. And so an anthem for a lost cause, such as Three Lions. Three Lions, yeah. Do,
0: and and oh. any guesses as to what the lost cause actually is?
2: Wait, what? We just... No,
1: go on. I've uh, got l- let's imagine to that it's song. not but Three Lions. Um, right. um, <laughs> uh, is
2: it? Is it? Is it like something to do with... Is it like the Mannix ever headlining a festival again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cutting!
1: Oh wait, shit! They're
2: headlining Victorious. No, they're yeah. not. They didn't even get the headline no, slot.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> so it's actually pretty uh, germane to this podcast, and by uh, the lyrics are by James Dean Bradfield, and they are about whether or not lyrics are as important now as they used to be.
2: Hey, this song's for me. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey-oh>. <laughs>
0: Love that um it, it's it's him writing a song about songwriting and kind of maybe seeing um you know complicated and important oh, lyrics cool. as a lost cause that's uh, cool yeah yeah and and again like all JDB I like it when JDB writes a song that's very cool and um more Freshens. trumpets um oh. which which actually came about because uh, when, when they were recording this song yeah um, as part of the album uh, yeah. The the engineer said, "Do you know what? I, re- I actually like this song, James. I think you've done yeah, a really good job song. with it. I like the lyrics. Really I like the job. way like you've the used lyrics. three four time three, four and time. I like the way that it sounds epic and sweeping. Epic but I think this needs more trumpet. More trumpet. Should <laughs> we get somebody in to do a trumpet? And but but Sean had already made Sean the mistake, already made and mistake and thought more trumpet must mean me, and so more he wrote trumpet a trumpet part, and that's what's on uh, that's what's on the album.
1: That's what's
2: in the album Is it a trumpet? Yeah." I mean, at some yeah. point in this album, there's definitely okay. a French horn. Because Ooh. I read I read, a, I read a quote from Mr. JDB saying we were mm. recording and we had some French horns.
0: I believe that's on the last track.
2: Oh. 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 that one. Right. This
1: this track is the second Beautiful South song. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this <laughs> one. I like this one a lot <laughs> more than the last <laughs> one. no, 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 no. It's a Beautiful South song. And that's not a bad thing.
2: It's a bit of a um, remind, me, remind me, the Beautiful South. What's the song I'd know? Um,
1: don't Marry Her, Fuck Me. I know that one. This could be Rotterdam or anywhere.
2: <laughs> that one, yeah, I know that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. And that's it. Oh, and that's it. She's a perfect 10, but she wears a 12. Maybe right. save a little who for me.
2: Doesn't sound like any of those three songs, I'll tell you that for free.
1: Well then. Um so there's like brass and stuff so why am i might all over it because like it's not dissimilar to postcards from young man is it uh it's got like brass and a choir yeah there, like, wasn't a lot,
0: there wasn't a lot of brass on uh
1: there's a lot on, strings
0: on, on no, like, yeah, subtly but like, granted like, we, but there was a yeah. lot of
2: strings on postcards
1: yeah so like as a
0: as a the the thing is, is on postcards there was a literal gospel choir and on Anthem for a Lost Cause it's James Dean Bradfield doing the harmonies. Right,
1: that's it then, isn't it? Because like it's done what I've written down is like it's done in a, a way that seems musically pleasing without all the
2: spaffing. <laughs> I loved the spaffing. Guys, the spaffing was great. <laughs> <laughs> a gospel choir is never out of place. Name a single song or a gospel choir be out of place. Um, a- any of the
0: songs on Postcards from a Young Man, apart from uh, Golden sheets. disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think of every Postcards single song man, be actually. Improved by gospel this
0: podcast. next song is actually like my least favorite on the album because it reminds me of something that would be on Postcards from a Young Man. Interesting. Okay. Uh, it's uh- called "As Holy as the Soil That mm. Buries Your Skin." Mm. Mm.
4: As holy as the soil that buries your skin As holy as the love we'll never give As holy as the time that drifted away I love you so, will you please come home As holy as the Roman Empire As holy as the coffee Yes, those nights we walked in the rain, I love you so, will you please come home, so come on.
0: enough especially for a Nicky vocal is, I reckon
2: it's his best
0: Yeah, you might, Adam, you might be
2: right what's your take
0: I don't really have like a massive take on that song it pretty much doesn't inspire anything in me which as you know uh, irritates me more than when <laughs> I dislike something um, I just think it's quite mediocre it reminds me of Postcards from a Young Man in that it kind of doesn't seem to
2: be about very much do you and... know why I
1: don't like this song
2: one. is it because nicky sings
1: no this, well a bit but this song sounds like a hymn we would sing in assembly <laughs> mm, yes like 100 <laughs> percent, as holy as the duh, duh, even duh, down duh, to duh, the duh, piano duh. that the music t- teacher <laughs> You're so right and, yeah that is the, right. Music, the piano on. teach like the music teacher would play the piano uh, jubilate everybody it's a um means. i don't know what that hymn is I went to a at
2: secular me. school. Right. Um, at a me. C of E school. I did a lot Same. of
1: hymns. We weren't forced to be Christian, but we were. Um, <laughs> but um, I do like the lyrics, like, um, right. So, as, ho- like, because I'm nostalgic and romantic and a bit of a prick. As holy as the coffee you make. Oh, just prick. As holy as the coffee you made for us, as holy as the nights we walked in the rain. I love you so, will you please come home? Lovely, like a bit of chills. There's another mention of
0: Japan. But there's also like, as holy as the Roman Empire, which well, is literally, well, it's just a play on words, because it yeah, it's known rubbish. as the, the Holy Roman Empire. Yeah, it's, it's rubbish. It's, it's bad, <laughs> it's a bad lyric. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, I I spaffed my load As earlier w- during my rage uh, about Garden State because this was actually the song where I wrote in my notes it sounds like it belongs on the Garden State soundtrack. Okay.
0: Oh, you were actually way more accurate about the the one you said it for than this one. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, I'm actually bo- I'm actually right about both. Is, this oh, is okay. Like
1: anything like the Shins? What's interesting <laughs> yeah.
2: is I'm right about both. There is uh, quite a nice um, like uh, trumpet part on
0: it. Yeah, um, I like that. Also, which, I like which, the which came about because the uh, the engineer in the studio um, said, "I actually really like you know what we've done with the piano, and I actually like Nikki's vocal take on this. But you know what? I think it needs more trumpet. And the thing is, and then Sean thought that it meant him, yeah, and and like a hymn, like a yes. hymn, what he was talking about H Y M, and he thought it meant him, yeah, um, and hmm. and then and then came up with a trumpet part for it.
2: I like the JDB bits in this song. <laughs> he does some backing <laughs> vocals, and it's like, oh, no, that's how you sing. <laughs> Do you know what? I? <laughs> you
0: can amazing. hear him say that in one of the takes as well.
3: Oh, that's um... how
2: you sing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how you sing.
0: <laughs> I think he's northern. I think you just fucking love James Dean Bradfield. He's I think that's what it buddy. is. He's Doesn't right everyone... Guy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it's okay, it just feels a little bit lightweight to me. I don't know his, if you guys sort of agree with that.
2: Uh, it's a very lightweight, but I also think it's his best vocal performance, though. I think, like, on a, te- yeah. on a purely, on the merit of purely the quality of his voice, I think it's probably his best yet. Nice.
3: Yeah,
1: Nicky-wise, great song. Mannix-wise, Mannix wise. shit song. Oh, so, <laughs> fucking <yeah. laughs> Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> a hymn from school. Like, it's just a bit, it's a bit forgettable, like... What's your yeah, favourite hymn in school? g everybody, everybody, to now. I didn't do that one.
2: I have
1: no idea At what me. that is. At me.
0: Um, it also doesn't have that much in a way of like... Cauliflower's
2: fluffy <laughs> and, and cabbage's, cabbage's green. <laughs> strawberry sweeter than ever I've seen. I'm so sorry, Adam. You got interrupted
0: by... Hymns. it's okay, it's only the one hundredth time this episode <laughs> um it doesn't have that much in like a way of a tone, do you know what I mean like it's not a really a happy song it's not a sad song. it's just a song that exists. there's no real tone behind it that the form is not meeting the function I think is what it is oh um.
2: You've said but, that a lot of times this episode.
0: I know, yeah. I'd go on about it more if I uh, uh, had any to chance to speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of me and Lucas. <laughs> uh, um, but what I was going to say is this next song has a tone which which I which I quite enjoy. So this is uh, three ways to see despair.
4: There are three ways to see despair. I've seen them all, I'm scared to say The three ways are real, I've lived through them all The fourth way is coming, so prepare for the fall Can you save someone from the hidden depths? But I can't so with no hope left
0: Uh, Again, an interesting um, structure where it kind of builds and builds and builds and it's kind of centred around that that same chord progression and that one riff and it all sort of swirls around and it becomes bigger and kind of heavier or like as heavy as this album gets and darker and darker and it goes. And I really like it.
2: There's a vocal, there's a melody like type that uh, that JDB defaults to whenever he's singing about anything remotely depressing. Mm. The fact that this song is called Three Ways to Despair," there's a there's a something about the melody that he sings that then evokes to me the Holy Bible. Like oh really? I don't know. There's something. Someone cleverer than me could could put a pin, pinpoint what it is. But I was like, oh, it sounds like. I mean like a million like the edge shined off a thousand times right but still yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like i can feel the 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 origin of the the holy bible was there somewhere just in the vocal melody and it seems like whenever he's he hears the word he puts the word despair in the title he's all like, right i've got to default to that but then like I he think, did on plague lovers
0: but then i think if you if you listen to like the beginning of the song it's actually quite a breezy sort of. There are three ways. Yeah, that to bit's see more despair. gentle. Yeah, yeah, and then it's sort of again. It's going to be difficult to talk about on this podcast, but it really reminds me of "I Want You." She's so heavy by the Beatles.
2: Who? 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 I do I mean, great song. Mm. I I do really, really love that song. I've never known who sings so it. is so heavy. I've never <laughs> known who sings <laughs> but... <I've never> <laughs> but... it. But and really and there
0: is obviously a reference in this lyrics to uh, Josh Josh, to Josh Lennon's Lennon. dad. I'm as tired Josh to... as Josh Lennon sang.
1: Um, no, it's Jos- it's Jos- Jocelyn's dad, John. Jocelyn's dad. Yeah, jo- John.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But again, um. you know, who. But I really like I like how woozy it is and I like the um the stereo like, the t- like revolving. <whistles> the <guitar whistles> is great. Sound,
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's um, it it it's, it's very dark, isn't it? It's dark yeah. sounding, which is nice, and I appreciate that. And a and a relatively, considering it's quite um, reflective and maybe a bit light, like this album, like compared to, your Journal for plague lovers, shit. Yeah, you holy by. Sorry, shit. Sorry, that's weird. <laughs> like I heard a weird thing in my right ear. Then, like
0: compared, um, like compared to them, then this is like fucking uh, a, a Cat Stevens. yeah yeah yeah,
1: exactly but it's quite it's quite dark unfortunately for me it's like a bit forgettable on this album oh really yeah i don't know like the guitar solo like is lovely like the tone on it is really really nice but um Mm. it's got some sort of effect on it that like kind of harmonizes like i don't know what you i think it's the 12 string again is that what it is there we yeah. go that's what it is but the yeah.
2: guitar reminds me of Pink Floyd yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah. yeah. It's
0: definitely oh, got I love Pink of... Floyd well you know like the Pink Floyd the Beatles who it's got <laughs> that sort of 60s 70s <laughs> is that what we're doing <laughs> now by the yeah, way we're yeah, yeah, just going yeah. to <laughs>
1: reference him and, and immediately say <laughs> yeah, the Beatles who yeah, yeah. Who? yeah. Uh,
0: The it's got that sort of 60s 70s sort of uh, feel to it I think they've actually like uh, captured that feel like pretty well on this album yeah, yeah. Um, and then but again in a similar way that, that they did with um, this sullen Welsh heart into Show Me The Wonder which is quite a dark song into a very light song they do it yeah. again here Running Out Of Fantasy is actually a very sort of light uh, pretty song
4: based on hatred. My DNA remains untested. I hate the tyranny of the sun. It always rises over Fantasy run out of delusion as my fantasy reached its logical conclusion I'm running out of fantasy
1: um I could do without this track ah oh. Yeah, like um I've got nothing bad to say about it. It just didn't do a lot for me. Like, um it seems like a like very interludy. Like an interlude song. But it's over four minutes long. Hmm. Yeah. Like that I dunno, like it, what was the what was the other song that was about two and a half minutes long in that one? That
0: bit uh, Builder of Routines.
1: Yeah, I like that would have been really nice and pleasant. I dunno. Um it's not a bad song. It's great. It's nice, but a bit too long for to my liking. Like it was just a bit. It, at this point in the album, it could have. Um, considering the next song is a is a long one, it would have been it would have been a bit nice to have been a little palette. A little- You're
2: saying at this point the album's reached its logical conclusion.
1: No, because of the next song. <laughs> but all I wanted was.
2: Adam, I'm confused by what you said. Mm. When you said after the last song being a bit dark. And then they go the opposite direction, like they yeah. did from the first song into "Show Me the Wonder," because this song, the lyrics seem like bleak, 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 bleak manics. Yes, but but <laughs> bleak, the... bleak, 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 bleak manics. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um,
0: I think this is like a partner song to the solemn Welsh heart from the beginning of the album, where the music it's very pretty, and it's very it's. You know, it's it's very lovely, especially when the strings come in in the second half and you have that full sort of chamber yeah. pop yeah. sort of quartet thing.
2: But the lyrics are quite sort of dark. I misunderstood what you said. I thought you were saying, like going from Sullen Welsh Heart into Show Me the Wonder, going from Three Ways to See Despair into Running Out of Fantasy is a similar... I, well,
0: well I, I, am, I am and I'm not. Like, like um, this sounds much like... If you completely ignore the lyrics, Lucas, I don't know if you've ever done that before, but don't pay any attention to the lyrics. Whoa, no, that is not not an acceptable way to listen to music. If you you didn't listen to the lyrics, this song is a lot lighter in tone than Three Ways to See Despair. Yeah. Um, it's only when you get under that little surface and you start digging around um, that that it's quite a dark song. But but I do think... The
2: ecosystem is based on hatred. Yeah, that's an Mm. amazing Nikki line. That's such a a dark
0: line. Um, And the idea that you're running out of fantasy and you're sort of running out of ways to um, placate yourself uh, is is very depressing. But it does sound like a happy song. Yeah.
1: and and i like
0: the stripped down you know it's the same thing i liked about this sullen welsh heart is that this, this sullen welsh heart is an acoustic guitar and an organ and that's it this is yeah. an acoustic guitar and some strings and that's it i like the stripped back nature of that
2: i think i'm with steve in that it's too long i think a little short yeah. Yeah. two minute just acoustic gentle like a little one minute, one minute 52 seconds long song would be yeah. a nice yes. nice spot but instead it's double that yeah, and that makes it, it it doesn't really have enough to carry me over for over four minutes. Yeah, that's 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 absolutely uh, wrong. Uh, about two minutes in, about two minutes in, this song has reached its logical conclusion. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing else to give after that.
0: <laughs> and then we come up to: uh, Is this the first time that we've had an instrumental on a Manic's album? Write in if you know. I'm very much mistaken. Actually, do you know what? I've been very much mistaken about these things in the past. But that <laughs> does sound like your jam.
2: It is my jam.
0: Yes, I thought With it a might small
2: be. caveat. Okay. <laughs> it's too long again. <laughs> mm, is it though? Is it though? It I is. Don't it's know. great. But it's great. But it doesn't like change a lot for a four and a half yeah. minute long song. Do you know and what I'll it tell is? you why it's my jam. It sounds like forced in by music. <laughs> It does a little bit. And do you know what that is? It's the theremin. It's the theremin. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a lovely, lovely theremin. <laughs>
0: do you know, I think the reason that this feels too long and the reason it's structured like that is because this sounds like an instrumental that should have had lyrics put to it and then they just didn't. Do you know what I mean? It's got that same structure.
1: What, you think they put the theremin in instead of the... No, the vocal, no,
0: no. or...? No, I just think they wrote it in the same structure as sort of like the it still has instead a instead of the vocal. It still has but, a verse But and the a theremin a is the a bit of the
1: vocal like
2: so you're saying the lyrics would have been like my name is James <laughs> and I'm singing <laughs> the lyrics. That's my lyric. <laughs> yeah. That's my lyric.
1: Lucas, that's why you're a professional <laughs> uh
2: songwriter, isn't it? Um I uh, the, this song has reached its logical conclusion for me before the lyrics, the, the vocal coming in with the. La, 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 la. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't no, need that. Wrong. I don't need that. I like this as a little gentle, but also it shouldn't be track 11. This should be in the middle. This should just be an interlude. It yeah, should it just, just do be two minutes do with the theremin, little light, soft. You play it on the live gig when they're like having a really quick piss in a bottle and changing guitars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah, like yeah. maybe like, like they're wheeling out a piano onto the stage for the next bit or something they need to fill a bit of time two minutes bang (laughs) play that as like a pre-record that's what it's that's what it's there for that's what it's for yeah i i like how atmospheric it is it
0: feels like a welsh spaghetti western um why where's the welsh bit there well i don't probably just because the manics are welsh but it, it, it does it does bring to mind like big you know like uh you know lots of slate and like Snowdonia and foggy mountains and you know sort of stuff like that. Um, uh, I I I like it. I think it's great. I do think it is a touch too long, and I do think I do think it's poorly placed on the album.
1: This is a contender for manic's spookiest song because of the theremin. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on, hold on. The last song we said was spooky or spoopy was yourself on Gold Against the Soul. And that was the Forerunner. And now this is taken over because it's got a theremin on it. What is it?
3: Honestly, why is this
1: on the album? It's insane. Like, it's mad. Like, it's lovely. Don't get me wrong. It, it It's absolutely mental in, like, a good way. But it's like a fucking theremin unlike yeah, an album that's got some acoustic guitars and talking about the past and stuff
2: but it's not being used like aggressively like a fucking yeah weird, yeah, yeah. yeah know, but it, but it, no but it's allowed gently, to be yeah.
1: it's allowed to be four and a half minutes
2: long yeah, i mean we've established it's too long and tell you what else is too long generation Oh, generation oh my god it's too long greatest hits
0: um i yeah i like the atmosphere of it i i i think you're right lucas as loath as i am to say it um, if it was as in the middle of the album and about a minute shorter, re- yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's that's the perfect kiss. place for it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's um, weird put it right before the end because it's like, it's weird to bring you back down right before the end. Here's why I
0: think it's at the end um, or towards the end, which is it works as a palette cleanser mm, because yeah. this next song does not fit on Rewind the Film.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. Um, like this is like, as close to futurology as this album gets I think uh, Let's. but that hear... makes a bit of
1: sense doesn't it it does to because it kind they're
0: of... kind of teeing up the next yeah. album yeah. and showing you where they're going to go so for me like I view it as one project and the rewind the film portion finishes Ends at Manorbia <laughs> and then you get this little in between song and then there's, there's futurology let's have a little listen to 30
3: Year War
2: What i really like about this go on, go on, go on. is how the intro horn section sounds like something you play over like a british like <laughs> like like there's shots of spitfires and bulldogs and the mm. queen and all that very like british stuff <laughs> and then they proceed to fucking shit On, like, (laughs) Margaret Thatcher and, like, the Tories and everything like that. And I like that juxtaposition. Yeah. I enjoy it. Lovely. I also think the bass line is great. Yeah. But also really obvious. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, with a song, there was a song way back when where I literally called that like I literally yeah. like hummed along to the riff at the same time. Ready for drowning. It. Yeah. It's yeah, the same thing it. whereas the It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's what that's the logical conclusion of yeah. that of that bass line. <laughs> uh, yes, I do
0: like that juxtaposition. Well it's interesting you mentioned the uh the horn at the beginning of the song because when they were recording that the engineer, you know, they had a somewhat finished version of uh the of the song and they and it was you know he found it to be quite a sad song, and he said, "Oh, I right. I want to mourn," but he said it very quickly. He said, "I want mourn," and Sean yeah. thought he meant more horn.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, which he then thought meant that he needed to write a horn part for the song.
2: He thought meant yeah. Do you know what's really weird? It's ev- they, you know this. I want to a lot. mourn. They yeah. seem to. <laughs> You know, Sean will will misunderstand the situation and then and then write a horn bit. but and they no one let stops it, they, him. They yeah. always <laughs> let him keep it in. Every time. No one To be fair, they're big mates and it's nice that they let their big mate have his... Whoa, you know...
0: they're not the big mates though. No, no. They're, 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 <laughs> they're at least
2: honorary big mates. Sean.
0: Mm, maybe. Uh,
2: but it's nice that, you know, that they let him do his horn section and they actually like... Keep it in. They don't just go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Sean. Great. Thanks, more Sean. More horn, yeah, and then, like, and then, and then, lose the recording the next day. They actually put it in. It's nice. Uh, this might be one of my favorites on the album. What
0: a fucking banger!
2: I like the way he says "years." Yeah, yeah.
0: I like, I like his accent. It's nice. It's. I like that. Like, it's a the, little the tease. The snare... for... Sorry.
1: Sorry. <laughs> the snare sound is like. Like a weird echoey clap through the whole song. Yeah, Lovely. that's true. It's that more
0: sort of like electronic bit of Futurology again sort yeah. of filtering through into this album. Um, like, yeah, it's a little tease of Futurology. I think the composition is really good. Um, there's obviously like...
2: It's a very classic Mannix message.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of like... There's a lot more words and references Um Oh my! Like I fucking love these lyrics. Actually, it's the longest running joke in history to kill with the working classes in the name of liberty. And they mention Hillsborough, which of course we've covered. They mention um, the blood of Orgreave, which was a violent confrontation between police and pickets outside a coal plant in 1984. It's actually one of like the pivotal moments of uh, the miners' strike. It was like five thousand picketers versus six thousand police, and the police started a mounted charge with like horses and stuff. They mention black. Propaganda. I mean, this song is about the Tories and the 30-year war fighting against the Conservative Party. So they mention black propaganda just because of the way that um, the Conservatives have typically run their campaigns. There's obviously that famous one from uh, a number of decades ago where the, the leaflet that the Tories sent around said, uh, if you want a coloured for a neighbour, vote Labour. Um wow. And I don't actually think that that notion has changed. Uh, it's just that the language has evolved. <laughs> and they are able to sort mm. of uh, hide their racism behind slightly more complex sentences. Still not
2: very well <laughs> hidden, mm. though. Yes.
0: <laughs> and I just love that they're calling out the old boy network and they're calling them Etonian scum. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, and still, that line. And, and, good line. and
2: forever forever relevant until they all fucking... The front yeah. bench
0: is
1: something Etonian scum is good.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah the endless parade of old etonian scum line on the front it, yeah. benches That's so it. what is to be done which is kind of i like it at the end of the album because this album has like quite a defeated sad vibe to yeah it. and yeah. so that that question what is to be done could be taken two ways it could be taken as like ah well you know what are you gonna do there's nothing you can do about it but because this song is teasing futurology which is quite a spiky and aggressive album um this almost feels like a call to arms as well. Like, what is cool. to be done? What's the plan? Cool. How are we ending this? Cool. Um, and what is to be done is to release another album.
3: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Let's but make some t- more t- money. What,
0: there's a fucking great bit that I love in this song that is like... It- it's so odd. And I and I love that they continue this with Futurology. Futurology is a deeply odd album. Um, the solo is like stripped back. It's almost a breakdown with almost like dub steppy kind of drums... And the solo is done on an acoustic guitar. Uh, let me let me see if I can find it. Yeah, that's cool. I just really like that bit, um, which brings us. To the end of the album, rewind the film by yeah.
1: Manic, Manic Street, Street Preachers. Preachers, what are we making of it, guys? What do we think? Um, it's like some fairly forgettable songs on it, like in the Manic's pantheon, if that's a word. Mm. That's a word. Let's go. But um, I really think this is quite a solid album. Like, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, it gave me some rub nubs. Gave me some (laughs) little little, nostalgia nubbins. Little nub rubs. Yeah. Nubby nubby rubbies. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it, it was, it was, it was really good. Like, um, it's a difficult one for me. Like, I've said several times how, like, I love nostalgia and I like um, when bands give the nostalgia to me, yeah? But, like, I don't know. It's a difficult one. Lucas, you go, and I'm going gonna, gonna to come back.
2: Right, so are we going to Steve first, and Steve proceeded to say nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I need uh, to build up to this one. You <laughs> need to build up to this one where you give it a six. Um, The... <laughs> uh weirdly, actually, I came into this episode quite positive, And then the more I actually dissect the songs, the more middling I become. That's what
0: the context will do to you, baby.
2: It's not even that. It's more that I have this bad habit of the few, the songs that I really like, I sort of think about and then I sort of forget the, the forgettable songs. Mm. And then my opinion is, you know, skewed by that uh overall like it's 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 these. yeah it's it's like it's in your it's in your like middle ground manic albums for me it's sure. not the it's not the ones that i really dislike it's not the the big boys yeah 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 i find it really hard to compare the yeah this, what because this like, is what i'm this is so this is so not gold against the soul like Right. Like like just comparison. Like like, what score did I give that? Irrelevant. Completely fucking different album. (laughs) How the fuck do I even like use that as a basis of comparison? Let's change all my scores again. Um, (laughs) Over. Like I'm gonna go with a. Just looking through the track list and looking like what fucks and what slaps and what doesn't. What
0: fucks and sucks, but also think about how it holds together as an album. As as an album,
2: this is one more than some of the others for me that definitely has a, a. a vibe
0: yeah yeah holds it holds together really nice and i really could, nicely, and I I could
2: definitely sit in that vibe even though i don't necessarily like all the songs i could probably just stick it on on a on a, on a rainy sunday and do a puzzle as i've said yeah mm. but that isn't exactly <laughs> the biggest like like Puzzles. praise to give an album which is i'd I'd stick it on whilst i do a puzzle on a sunday right. <laughs> like <laughs> it's perfectly okay but it's not really the biggest praise so like What did I give Tigers? I gave Tigers something surprisingly low, actually, didn't I?
0: You gave Tigers a four.
2: Haven't we re-litigated since then?
0: No. Do you like it as much as This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours? (laughs) No. Do you uh, like it as much as Postcards from a Young Man?
2: Mm. No. Mm. Mm. What did I give Postcards from a Young Man? Probably a five? Five, yeah. What did I give Tigers? A four. Four. Did I not crank it when we uh, when no. we litigated? Oh, let's relitigate that again. Jesus uh, Christ! <laughs> uh, I'm gonna also go with a bang average five. Uh, yeah, that with, feels- the, yeah, with yeah. the with <laughs> the with the with the point that show me the wonder is one of their best songs. He's a ten yeah. out of ten banger and yeah, deserves yeah, yeah. and deserves all the praise. And that there are some really lovely songs in this that I do really like, such as. I miss the Tokyo Skyline. Yeah. Uh, show me the Wonder. Yeah. Well, they're the two. You always want two. Least favourites? Least favourites. Uh, hmm. 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 What's my least favourite song off this album? Huh. I think it's Four Lonely Roads. Really?
0: I remember you responding some sort and, of way
2: to that. And, 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 and probably As Lonely as the Soul That Buries Your Skin.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, so forgettable that you didn't even get the title right. That's absolutely fair. <laughs> <about it>. what, <laughs> as what uh, did I say? You said "as lonely as the soil." <laughs> 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 um, I like this album quite a bit, and it's grown on me like over the years. Mm. Um, it is at once sort of very pleasant, but does pack that emotional punch, and still has things that, that are sort of going on beneath the surface and I feel like I'm rewarded by repeat listens rather than punished for them uh, as was the case with the last one that we listened to I definitely didn't gel with it at the time um, and I think getting older has helped with that process Um, I'm finding myself I'm finding myself like approaching that middle point between acceptance and uh, rage Um, but also like just shows again the range of this band that they're 11 albums deep and putting out something that is for them sort of, you know, experimental within the range of popular rock music. Um, I would probably, if we had a 20 point scale, I'd give it a 6.5. What is that? (laughs) So uh, I'm going to go. Yeah. It's a really strong six for me. Um, Yeah, I think it's a really strong six out of 10. The best thing I've ever heard. Um, yeah. I do, I, um are obviously obviously show me the wonder Bam. and Thirty Year War, because that's just the mode of the manics that I enjoy the most is when they're angry and being very socialist and lefty. Least favourites, um um As Holy as the soil and I honestly I don't have any other least favourites. I think everything else sort of sits on that really nice Has sort to of be level. Too. Gotta be two. Then I would say Running Out of Fantasy, but I I like Running Out of Fantasy. I just think it's a little lighter in depth. It's a little more shallow than than the rest of the album, maybe.
2: I definitely Um, appreciate what you said a minute ago, which is as much as, even though sometimes I'm very middling or negative. Fucking hell! This would be a boring podcast if eleven albums in it was the same <laughs> thing over and over again. I yeah, mean, you, exactly. You don't like it when I don't yeah. have much to say. Fuck yeah. me! I would have nothing to say if they just kept doing the same thing over and over again. Exactly. Yeah, so I mean, for yeah. better or worse, I like that they've made a little acoustic album. Yeah,
0: That's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Even even if it was like eleven albums worth of everything must go, an album that you really liked, you'd just run out of stuff to talk about, wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: 100%.
2: you know. Um, well, unless unless there was just everything the song everything must go like that quality that's true repeatedly <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would be good all the time all the time
0: <laughs> <laughs> go on then Steve what, what, uh, has that helped you at all
1: it has helped me I'm going 7 out of 10
0: nice and a good solid good
1: yeah I'm I'm so... I'm,
0: clo- I'm close there man I'm almost with you I just I don't know there's something keeping it back I think it's because I gave this is my truth a 7 and I don't think that this is as strong as this is my truth um, yeah, but I'm with that, you. I do like this album a lot.
1: Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Like, um, it's there's a there's a few forgettable songs in it in the Manix pantheon. Mm. I want to use that word because it sounds good. But, and because like, he used it ten minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I really think that this is like, yeah, it's a it's a strong album. I don't know. Like, um, okay, we again we again favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it.
2: Show me the wonder. Show me the wonder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what a Because
1: I'm not an idiot.
2: Um, I genuinely well, came into this episode worried that I was going to be like, show me the wonder is fucking great, and that Adam would be like, I hate it.
1: No, there's, no, because you were born with a brain. Yeah, yeah but, like, exactly. but I don't
2: know, like, like me and Adam sometimes completely disagree on these, and I was just, like, as something, I just felt like there's a potential for it to go too far the opposite <laughs> direction that Adam would actually go. Right. It's like, it's too silly and poppy and... Easy and nah, then it's, it's just so good. like it's so good. I was worried, so good, but I'm glad you love it. And let's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Can I shock you? Yeah.
1: Manobia, how do we pronounce? Manobia. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's Second one of your highlights. Favorite song. Nice. Yeah, I just what love. About, the what spookiness. about least favorite? Um, what was the hymn? For Lonely uh, roads.
0: Yeah, no. Ho- yeah. Ho- ho- as holy as the soil.
1: No, yeah. hos- holy as the soil and um. I'm just gonna scroll. Four lonely roads, probably. No, nope. four, four lonely roads is a banger. I'm gonna say three ways to see despair. Like, oh wow, that's just, super wrong. It's just, a uh, bit, it's, a bit, it's just a bit. It's just a bit. of nothing for me. Sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> but Adam said hard. it's wrong. So <laughs> pick not another one. Chicken. It's not <laughs> yeah. funny,
2: Adam. I uh, I the that song, three ways to see despair, is the song I have the least notes on, and yet what, when I then heard it when we listened to a little clip mm. of it, I suddenly felt like I had a lot more. Yeah. Good song. I suddenly gave it the time of day, right at the last <laughs> second.
0: <laughs> um, so, yes, they released this. Anybody want to guess the chart position of this album?
2: We did this already, didn't we? Oh, no, we did the
0: single. Steve says 23. 17. Four. Uh, Ooh. Whoa, Around what? twenty thousand copies in its first week. It's since gone silver, as compared to like postcards and national treasures, which both went gold. Um, it's released to pretty much universally positive reviews. You know, sevens, eights out of ten. Yeah. Uh, m- most places sort of point out that it has this like subtlety while still having the classic Mannix soaring uh, moments. One reviewer, I think for the enemy, says it sounds safe, but at this point <laughs> in their career, it's actually a pretty unsafe mo- uh, move. Move to make you know to go from like a very big album to a very quiet album um they do a short tour of smaller venues the week the album comes out i think they do eight dates in venues that that, uh, hold about a thousand people it's quite toned down i saw them at the newport center on the day of the album release on my own um cool it's in newport
3: <laughs>
2: you traveled
0: then to go see Yes, it. yes, I did. Across no, he seven didn't. Bridge. No, what he a didn't. true fan! What a true, true <laughs> he fan! He was just off. there. Um, and uh, they release "Anthem for a Lost Cause" as a single on November twenty fifth, twenty thirteen. Does anyone want to guess the chart position of "Anthem for a Lost Cause"? Like eighty two. Eighty two says Lucas.
1: Sixty
0: seven. Sixty seven. Number two hundred. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Good lads. And then they don't do anything until March 2014. And that's part of the next album cycle. They don't do much for this record, just that one smaller tour. But the next one comes around so quickly because they just have it ready to go. Yeah. Uh, and they they do seem to view it as like one project almost because the tours start up again before Futurology even comes out. Um, but that is for next time. As I say, they, they lose me here because I didn't appreciate this album at the time. I didn't give it much time. And we'll kind of continue that thread of them losing me the next time that we talk yeah. about an album. Does
2: the tour sort of... Is it sort of like one tour for both albums?
0: No, it, they're just for Rewind the Film at this point. But, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to the next tour um, on the next episode. We're
2: going to go to the tour.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah. but around around the release of this album, they were already talking up Futurology as like yeah. <laughs> spiky and European and the logical step on from the Holy Bible and Journal for Plague Lovers.
2: It's weird that you... I mean, I'm going to pre-empt the next episode, but it's weird that you describe it as European, because I know exactly what you mean, but it, yeah. means, it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, but I
0: But, I, like, I get what you so mean. So, you know what I mean, but you don't really know why it sounds that way. Yeah, like, why does yeah, yeah, it yeah. sound
2: European? I don't know, but you're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get onto it on the next episode. I'm, I'm really looking forward to futurology actually. It's an interesting album. Um, yes, yes. Really. So, that pretty much... Brings us to the end of today's episode. Apart from, we do have to welcome on uh, Sean Moore. So let me get
1: the Zoom link. Need to
0: put a shirt on him. Yeah, do put a shirt on, Lucas. If you can put any clothes on at all, Lucas,
1: put bottoms on. Come
2: on. Yeah, get your get my put my bottom on. Oh, hang on. Yeah, got an email. Uh, That's from me. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, that's a disgusting picture. Okay. Don't send, you send um, oh right. Oh no, I do actually have an email
2: from Sean.
0: The subject line is uh, "podcast" again. So, again, not usually how this not that
2: goes. Creative a subject
0: um, line. Hi guys, was definitely going to come on this week, but something dreadful happened today. Oh wow! Um, whilst cloning another version of myself, I was preparing the machine when a crow flew in. And it activated with both me and the crow inside, and I am now half man, half crow. Needless to say, I won't be coming on the show today. Regards, Sean
3: Cor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: signed it, Sean
3: Cor. <laughs>
0: So that's disappointing. That's disappointing. Um, <laughs> if you would like to interact with us on the internet, uh, you can get hold of <laughs> us on Twitter at Manix Podcast. You can get hold of us on the Instagram at Manix Podcast. Email Fucking us. Moron. Why not email? <laughs> Why Idiot. not email us? <laughs> what? At gmail.com Um also, you are 100% supporting us just by listening to the show, but if you feel like you want to chuck a couple of quid our way and get something in return, we do have some merch which you can find at doyouloveus.redbubble.com.
2: Adam, that um, email was for merch if you didn't really if you didn't follow. The email I sent you that was an idea for a new design.
0: I'm not putting that picture on any sort of... I let mean,
2: I'm, the, Let the people decide if it's worth having on a t-shirt. I'm not posting that picture. Put it out either. there and let, if they buy it, they buy it. What are you doing with your fingers? It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, next time you hear from us, we'll be talking about Futurology. We're getting very close to the end, guys. We're getting yeah. very close to the end. We're in the end game now. The only thing... To really say is uh, that we live in urban hell and we destroy rock and roll.
2: Bye! Sean
3: Moore? Sean (laughs) Moore!